Yeah, it's definitely um, worth paying your, your the extra links, cash. Your links to your games, Stu, the YouTube links, don't work. Oh, I might, I may not have put any in. You see, I didn't put no, Lego haven't. Worlds in because Duke's playing that, so I thought he'd have yeah, already done that. that. That's fine. That's linked to mine, isn't it? That my playthrough. Yeah, and I don't think I did want to Sherlock. I was rushing this week. I've I've been working dying, quite like, a bit. And dying. you missed. Yeah, I haven't got anything. He's only there because I put it in there. You bastard. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Don't worry, mate. I'll do it. Don't worry. I'll do it. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, anyway, we need to get going if we could, if that's possible. Possible. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm I don't have time. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are we ready? I think we're ready. Jenny, you ready? Uh, yeah. Let's fucking do this. Are you seriously talking about video games? You gotta be that fucking diamond in the rock. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chili's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite saviors. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. Yeah, boy. Whip that council up before you have to press the speed, yo. You're waiting, aren't you? I can tell you. Oh, what are you talking about? Show, (laughs) story. Hello and welcome to show 282 of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yay, 282 (laughs) coming through. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm Chili. Yay! Why you didn't uh, start right away when the theme song ended, Stu? You're so paranoid. What, what's I, know, I was waiting for whatever. Some dead air now you. on the show just because you didn't want to start talking. <laughs> Way to go! You're... Oh my god. So how are you guys? How good. Are you guys? Hey, yeah. good. We had a good sound, uh, soundboard. I spent oh, yeah. a lot of my day yesterday um, running around with children, uh, which is weird because I didn't know any of them. Uh, no, I did. Now there was. Uh, Favorite time. There, there, it's story time. Story, story, story time. Throughout the day, I kept on just collecting children. Now I know this all sounds a little bit Michael Jackson. So you've been like I'll, the I'll, I'll Right. <laughs> I, I, I went to Pizza Hut with four. Right. With four kids, like nieces yeah. and nephews and cousins and stuff. Okay. Fine. Got them done. And then we went to uh, the park. Right. And then my, I saw my mate John, and he's got three kids. So I was sort of like, I'm looking after these now, all right? And then this other kid came in, who was John's friend's kid. I was just spawning kids everywhere. I thought See, it who was are these sort kids? of four. Oh, don't worry, those are Bebe's kids. Well, where the hell is Bebe? Did you ever hear Robin Harris do that bit? Nope. No. Dude, no. Jenny, you love it. you got to find it. Robin Harris, Bebe's kids. I've got to uh, say, Kay but, hates going to Pizza Hut because there's so many kids there. Like running yeah, riot. The, the, the food's nice though. The food's good. You can't beat a pizza. Damn. Can't beat a pizza, but yeah, Kay's like, ugh, can't be doing with it. Especially in the like, if it, if it's in the school holidays, it's like there is no way I'm going to pizza. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Um, It'll be all right. I've I've been spending money this week. Uh oh. Uh, I know. Shoot. Uh, you want to talk about? You want to talk about how much money you've spent this weekend? I think I will on this one. 
I think you do. I think you do. No, I haven't bought a house, so that, okay. it's a bit Fair cheaper enough. than that. Yeah. It's a bit cheaper than that. Um, but as you may or may not know, as you may. Or may not know, All right, time uh, to talk about Fallout Four. Fallout Four. Yeah. Yeah. Hold your hotties off. Don't worry, we'll talk about it. As you may or may not know, uh, Steam has has put all these. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Uh, Steam has put uh, out. We its... We're a little bit excited about the. I know, I know. We'll come to that in a minute. Don't <laughs> worry. Heads do. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, Steam has put out all its boxes and shit for pre-order. This yes. Week. Did you um, pre-order a Steam box? I've in, I've pre-ordered something off Steam. Uh, I have pre-ordered something. The the problem is though, right? I'm not Wait getting a minute. You just I... put in a new video card to your actual computer. Are you buying a box so you can stream from your computer? I am. Yes, I'm buying okay. a Steam. Link. I was about to say, okay. man, if you bought a new one, I'd be like, no, no. because um, to drop fucking crazy on your. Well, do you know what though? Do you know what though? It it pisses me off slightly because you get it early. So if you pre-order, you get it on the 16th of October instead of the 10th of November. So you get it about a month early. Yeah. uh, To play around, which is cool. Which is cool. You see, there's there's an actual purpose to pre-ordering. You know, there's some sort of benefit of pre-ordering, right? So yeah, I'll have one of these. Uh, But you take your cash now, so you have to pay for it. That's what pre-order is, Stu. What do you? Well, it's not. It's actually sorry. They they make you pay your money, but they don't give you the thing yet. What's no, but Amazon. How dare if you I? Off Amazon, uh, they don't take your cash until they ship it. Uh, so oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So, well. so you know what I mean? Because they've, they've not shipped that thing yet. But uh, I've taken a punt because it was only thirty nine pounds, so it wasn't a crazy amount of money. And I'm doing tons of overtime over the next month, so I thought I'll treat myself and I'll yes. I'll get one pre-purchase. Go on. Um, I I did I did consider the steam controller as well but i'm just not sold on it and i'm gonna play seen... on if not the steam controller. oh no you can just stick in a wired controller or it works with any normal Bluetooth come on dude controller. if you're gonna cheat yourself you gotta do it right i know right i know but i did i did consider it it was a consideration but i thought you know what i can always add that later if it's <laughs> Yeah, you know, people think it's any good. I mean, there's no guarantees this will work any, you know, any good or not. But I can. Of course. The good thing is, it's it's next to my router, so I can plug it straight in an Ethernet port rather than, you know what I mean, rather than going over Wi-Fi. So it should yeah. be fine. I would have thought yeah. uh, it should be fine. So yes, yeah, so I've I've got myself a pre-order in for one of them the Steam Link box thingy, me bobs. Um, it's got three USBs on though, so you know you can plug a keyboard and mouse in if that's what you really want to do. Yeah. So they've catered for everything. So it does seem pretty good. Uh, I guess the the proof in the pudding will be if it actually works will be useful. Uh, but that's not the only thing I've pre-ordered this uh... Because on the dodgy website that Duke doesn't agree with, dodgy dodgy, uh, <laughs> and this is like a massive punt. I mean, this is the biggest punt ever. Uh, but they they were taking pre- I know they were taking pre-orders for Fallout Four on PC. And uh, yeah, fifty percent off, so it's like twenty-one quid. Bam. So yeah, so I've pre-ordered. Yeah, so I've pre-ordered Fallout Four for PC for twenty-one pounds, which is See, a bargain for some sort of giveaway. See, but you don't need a giveaway when it's bloody that cheap. It almost is a giveaway. What's the matter with you? Man. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I 20- mean, come on, cheap, Come on, you you know there's something shady. You don't get that. 
I don't think there's necessarily something shady. It's some grey market stuff. I think what they actually, your bollocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think what they actually do is I think they buy the the keys from sort of cheaper territories and then gift them. So I think they kind of do this weird thing. It's some grey market thing, I'm guessing. Black so. market. I don't know, but it's twenty one quid, man. So I'm like, eh, whatever. And you know. As we're talking about Fallout, 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 I can't even say that. looks so good. Oh my God. I say I'm not excited. Uh, yeah, as we're talking about Fallout 4, uh, yeah, what are we saying? What do we think? <gasps> what do you mean? It looks amazing. This is going to be game of the year. I can't wait. Give it to me game now. Shut up and take game money. Game of the year. Game of the year. Yeah, it game is. of the year. Game of the year. Now. There is speculation, Duke. Speculation. Yes. Uh, that this game is going to release in 2015. Oh, Chinny would be right if that's the case. He called it. There's a yeah. There's a lot of speculation. Do you remember uh, the prediction that of... I made, Stu? Do you remember? The I prediction know. That I, made? I know. I know. Um, but yes, there's a number of online shops pegged the game for 2015, and I'm almost sure that Bethesda's own online shop says uh, to be confirmed 2015. Uh, they've changed that to wow. be to just to to be confirmed now, but uh, but you know it was originally 2015. I what do you think? Is this gonna be 2015? It better be. I think it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be 2015. Yeah, I think it's 2015. Yeah, we don't. You know, obviously, but we want it to be. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, have been saying like, you know, why are they showing it now? Why are they not waiting till E3? And I'm like, well, do you know what? I think it's kind of like get That's it out there. Awesome. Get- That's why. Yeah, get people a bit excited, and then we'll tell you more shit and possible release date well, at yeah. E3. Well, everybody knows E3 is a clusterfuck, isn't it? It's just it a clusterfuck of information. It's at E3. It is. And, well, and I think also, Fallout 4 would always be noticed, if, to be fair. If it, yeah, it, I mean, it is Fallout 4. It will be noticed, obviously, but it will be a shared news article with everything else. Right. Right? That is coming yeah. at E3. I agree. If they do it pre-E3, they've got this, like, great hype you know, before E3, when nothing's happening, no one's releasing any news, everybody's keeping their cl- cards close to Don't their chest. Don't believe the hype! They've got the spotlight to themselves. It's it's a brilliant move. As Bethesda should have the spotlight, because they're the best Absolutely. game developer ever. And <laughs> Fallout 4 is going to be so awesome, oh my god! Get well, let's, I mean... I mean, I know you did, like, a 53-minute breakdown oh, on this. It was so funny. I had a student who... Uh, tweeted my school Twitter account and said, how hype is Mr. P about Fallout 4? And I wrote back hype enough to talk about the trailer for an hour and I tweeted in the link and then he came in the next day and I was like, hey, I responded to your Twitter and he goes, I watched that whole video. <laughs> I was like, A for the semester. You know what's important. You know, I'll, I'll be honest, I've watched, I've watched about 20 minutes of and it. So I have turn it off. I can't take any more of this shit. No, no, I just haven't had the time to sit and watch a Big whole time, hour. damn it, this is what's important. <laughs> So, I as mean, the, uh, as the official veteran gamers, marketeer and YouTube <laughs> manager, I have to watch the whole thing. So. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but, Duke, you know, can you do us a condensed version of what yes, you think of the trailer? I can. Then? All right. It's going to so be motherfucking first good. First, talk about the Fallout 3 trailer because the Fallout 3 trailer. <laughs> I'll just do the whole thing again. <laughs> word for no, word. Um, it's it's amazing. Like it gave me exactly what I wanted. Um, to be fair, it doesn't show us a whole lot of new stuff, just because 
Fallout has always been more about the world than about what things look like. In other words, New Vegas didn't look a whole lot different from Fallout 3, but of course it's a completely different game. So that's going to be true of Fallout 4 as well. In other words, you know, we've seen dogs before. We've seen Mr. Handy. We've seen rad scorpions. The one monster that I think is new is the little testicle scorpion thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the Death Claw has name as well. Yeah. And the Death Claw has horns now. So. I think the, I mean, interesting, just talking about the dog. I mean, to be fair, the dog was a bit shit in Fallout 3, wasn't it? No. Because, yeah. because you got the dog, I got the dog, ten minutes later, dead dog. Well, of course. <laughs> you know? Here, wait, <laughs> you know it's like the I mean? Simpsons episode uh, where Lisa finds wait, the... don't be fooled. She's just a regular Malibu Stacy with a stupid cheap hat. She still embodies all the awful stereotypes she did before. But she's got a new hat. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Me, me, me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, right, the dog in Fallout 3 was not great. I admit that. But on the other hand, if it died, you got new – they had a perk called puppies where if dog meat dies, you just go back to Vault 101 and there's a new dog waiting for you. And there's – Yeah, well, and it's to it on the PC – shut up. If you play it on the PC, then you can <laughs> – um, What, make can, it hard? Yeah, well, make it invincible. So there you yeah, go. Which is great, which is what the, maybe the developers should have thought about. I'm not saying make well, it invincible, but at least it make it resilient. You know, enough. No, so, it's a post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland. Dogs aren't going to do well, are they? Well, no, but there is a point of having right? it there. It has nothing else going for it. It's the realism. Look, it's not like Roach. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> Roach? Yeah. You mean like a... The, ho- the horse in Witcher 3, of course. <laughs> are you still talking <laughs> about mean- that? Come on. Oh, you mean okay. the oh, horse, you mean the horse that, that has been glitching through every fucking environment Didn't tree. glitch didn't glitch on my game. You leave that horse alone, no, it was fine. You know what? When you talk about when you talk about the Witcher 3 this week, I'm gonna get not a gameplay footage of Witcher. I'm gonna get how many times uh, <laughs> all the glitches. <laughs> yeah. Glitch fest. But we can't talk about that. We have to yeah. talk about Fallout 4 some more. Yeah, anyway, come back Fallout 4. And then Fallout 4 or Rich. <laughs> I need to talk yeah, about you know that part so I'm going to be so awesome wait yes did you know that me me and Duke and Richard Webster did a secret podcast <gasps> I saw it it's I haven't heard him. it yet I did see it well it's been on the bloody Facebook page hasn't it <laughs> or Twitter yeah it was, yeah. It was on Twitter tweeted somewhere more than uh, got so excited. I did a secret Twitch stream. I've still not listened to the it. The Veteran yet. Gamers uh, Museum in Minecraft I know I've seen that as well oh, but I haven't had a chance to watch that either oh my god Oh, man, I've been working today. I'm working tomorrow. People who built with us, Verbal Rob and everybody, uh, if you are worried that I'm revealing everything about that world, I'm not. I didn't even show all of the museum. So don't feel like all our secrets are out in the open now because they're not. (laughs) Yeah. But come on, that's nothing to do with Fallout 4. So come on. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Let me ask you this, Duke, right? So you watched the two-minute teaser trailer gameplay jobby, right? What, What was the most exciting thing you saw or the thing that made you go oh yeah can't wait you know it's funny like the pre-war stuff is the most interesting i think because we've not seen that in the fallout games um and are they gonna have that in the game though well that's what she said it would be really cool if we had a part of the game where you got to live and spend some time before the bombs drop and i think that could be a really cool way to make something new in the game because we've never had that in a fallout game. think about it Stu. think about it Stu. that didn't look like full cgi that sort of like 
look like oh no in all of that was in-game engine i would have said i don't so think any of why would they why, that why just for the trail would they yeah, why ah. would they do all of they, that? They do, all, they do that all the time. They sometimes no, do that. I no. would past them, but I, Come on, I, I want man. it to be what Chinny is saying, because I think that would be a really cool thing that would be different. But you know what? I'll tell you, Stu, there wasn't yeah, something yeah. that I would... You know, when I saw the death claw, I wasn't like, I can't wait to kill him. It's 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 the world. Like When I see that, like I, I finally get to go back to that world, and I don't have to do the same stories I've already done 20 times each in Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. I mean, there is, let's be honest, there is um, the, the speculation, I don't know whether this is confirmed, maybe you can confirm it, is set in Boston yeah, this time. Yeah, Rob confirmed that. If you'd watched the video, Stuart! I've not seen it all! Just kidding. Um, no, apparently Verbal Rob, while I was doing my breakdown, Verbal Rob, having my breakdown, Whichever. Uh, Verbal Rob was doing some Googling along the way, or maybe he had already done the Googling, so shout out to Verbal Rob early. Whoop, whoop! And uh, he uh, confirmed that for instance, the statue is of Paul Revere and... Yeah, yeah, there's Boston of, landmarks. Yeah, there's a bunch of landmarks, apparently, that confirm that it is Boston. So, so does does that excite you, that it's set in Boston? I guess. I mean, I don't really have a preference of Boston over any other city. I mean, I think D.C. is the sensible place to start. Vegas is obviously a good second choice. I don't think there's any place more um, uh, recognizable or suitable than boston so it's a good choice um you see you could have like you know all nice like foliage in the fall at boston because that's where you go and see all that shit you know nice forest apocalyptic wasteland it'll be lovely man it'll be lo- everything will be brown <laughs> it's funny i've seen some <laughs> photographs and they go fallout 4 footage and they go no just detroit <laughs> like our they could have i mean they could have had new york though couldn't they that would have been kind yeah, of cool. everybody's done new york a million people. times i think that's just smart I to stay know. out of new york actually i would like for them that's at some nice. point to say and eh, new york is just an irradiated hellhole so what yeah. i mean what do you think sorry what and, do you think? sorry and if they did new york they need to do it right and do all five boroughs and i don't know if the current hardware can handle that or if they're willing to make a game of that size right now because that yeah you see that would be insane cool. That'd be cool. Um, but let me ask you this, though. So what what do you think they're going to change with the combat? And they better not change threats? much. We talked about this this morning. And, like, you know, they, they're they t- they're in a tough spot because they need to do three things at once. They need to preserve the essence of the older games. They need to um, d- distinguish themselves with something new. And they have to, you know, uh, make the fans happy. So, uh, you know, they're really in a tough spot. But... I, I, I love that's the way it is, and I don't want them to change it at all. So I'm hoping nothing. So if they do change anything, is there anything at all you'd like to see them change about the, the combat? Not really. I mean, that's why I keep playing these games over and over again, because the combat is so enjoyable that, to be honest, I'd like to see the Elder Scrolls use that somehow, but I know it doesn't make sense for them to. You see, I mean, the interesting thing for me... The interesting thing for me where, where Fallout's concerned is that... Speaking of Fallout, the, you know the Fallout 4 trailer came out? There was a there was a lot of options, you know, in the perks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There were tons of millions of them. I personally would like to see that that streamlined a bit more. Well, yeah, they'll probably do that because this is something else we talked. That was the third thing. Um, they have to try to make it more accessible, and I think for everything that Fallout has always done well, I think they could always make it more accessible. And you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe make a version where you can't use fats. Because there are some people who are like, I teach with a guy who's like, I couldn't get into Fallout. The VATS system made it all too easy. 
So maybe they'll take it out for or make it optional. For yeah, but come on, let's be honest. Free aiming in in Fallout Three was a frigging nightmare. Well, maybe they'll improve that and then make uh, that's optional. I don't. You know, it was it was never up to the quality of a third person shooter. Now was it? No, of course not, and it shouldn't have to be because no. it's a first person or even a first person shooter. It was it was pretty terrible at they're times. I think that's why you had to have that. They're not supposed to be. They're not first person shooter developers. I no, like, I guess I see Fallout I as a first-person shooter because I'm like, it's really not. I mean, it is. Yeah, but but they can't re, you know, they can't remove that altogether because then it would be hellish not. to play. It would be hellish. Yeah, I, they can't. Yeah, but I not. think some people would prefer that. Okay, let's talk about story then. Oh, even what, ah! <laughs> what do you think the story is going to involve? So, I think the story is. I think the story is um, the dog. Shat on somebody's lawn <laughs> right. in modern day. In modern day, right? And the person's lawn that he shat on became a giant mutant, and he's pissed off, and he's got shit on his lawn, and he comes for after you in the post-apocalyptic world. Oh, that sounds like a good premise. Oh yeah. I mean, I like because that. they can't do. Look, the Fallout Three was you go find your dad. Fallout New Vegas was basically an extended revenge fantasy. So I'm thinking they got to do something else this time. Do you think it's going to be better though? Because let's be the stories have never been honest. Bethesda no, the story Bethesda stories are pretty shit, aren't they? Come on, let's I be blunt. Oh shit! I'd call them mediocre. Yeah, like, they're not great. Are they're they? not great. No, of course not. I, I, think, I think a better question. I think a better question is, who do you reckon the celebrity endorsement's going to be? Because it, in 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 Fallout, it was Liam Neeson. So yeah. I think it's going to be well, Ron Perlman's in the trailer. Yeah, but Ron Perlman's more everyone. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, we already talked about that, Antonio. I think you go to the town. We already you, talked you about go that. To the town of, you go to the town of uh, Boston, right? He's like, you've got to meet the main guy. And you turn around, and it's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you go, what are you doing? And you go, like, yes! <laughs> oh, the do-it-decimal system. It could and be true. It's not even. It's it's not even like Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a character. It's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he's just lived that long. No, I don't. Think, see, we talked about this too. It's. I don't think the character is going to be voice acted. I think that would be a first for Bethesda, and I think it would ruin the immersion. So I don't. I mean, it might be, but I hope that's I just a one-time thing. I, I think it will be to an extent that Mass Effect's voice. You, your but main that's. I mean, Mass think Effect. about it. That's such a huge investment. Bethesda that's, has never. Yeah, but they've got money. It's not like they haven't got money. Yeah, but it's not the point. I want them spending their time making the world better, not making the person talk during the dialogue. Um, you see, interestingly for me, I always felt that the side quests and stuff in Fallout were far more interesting than the stuff they did in Skyrim and Oblivion. Well, Skyrim, yes. I think Oblivion had much better side quests. Yeah, possibly. But I, I, I hope that they keep with the interesting side quests. Said stuff. the man who played Skyrim for five minutes. Lol. Yeah, but that's, that's the trouble. That's the reason. <laughs> I don't know anything about the side quest because I didn't play the side quest. That's why I can critique the side quest. Yeah, but yeah, do you know what I mean? I'd I'd, I'd like to see. No, I'm with you. I'd like to see good side quests quest too. Um, and I think that yeah, the side quests have always been what's more interesting in Bethesda games because the main quests tend to be pretty standard. And you know what? This is uh, here's something I would like to see. Suppose they didn't bother with a main quest at all. We've talked about this before. What if there was no main quest? I think that would be really cool. It would be cool, but it would also be... It would be weird. A, a different type of game, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Because you'd kind of, it kind of be MMO more style, a, and even MMOs have a yeah. main quest that keeps. Yeah, they do. It would be kind of more of a sandbox. I say like, yeah, oh, that would be so cool. And then if I were to actually play it, I'd be like, eh, I'm not feeling this because there's no main thing pulling me through. It, yeah, it, it'd I'd just be like a big sandbox. I don't realize with stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, with stuff to do in it. I don't know. Um, I, again, I don't think there'll be any multiplayer element. I don't. I don't think they'll go down that road. You know what I, I mean? I think that would work well. No, I think they'll just stick strictly to a single-player experience again. Um, uh, what do, I mean, there's been a lot of, of sort of criticism of how it looks. People saying it doesn't look that great, considering it's on next-gen hardware and sort of, you know, cool PCs and stuff. Well, I mean, what do you uh, think yeah, of the I think me, me and Duke are very much in the same mind of, like, it, I think people have forgotten how fucking different and how long ago Fallout 3 looks right oh yeah and i think this looks amazing compared to fallout 3 i think it looks i'm gonna get it as witcher 3 oh my god it doesn't no i mean it's not going to you know what you know i'll I'll be Uh, honest you may be right by that and i don't to be honest i don't care like i've never been a crazy graphics person and to me this looks beautiful so if it's not technically as amazing as whatever whatever i don't like whatever I don't think it matters. No. I really don't think it matters. Um, and I also, honestly, I don't think it looks that bad. I think it looks pretty impressive. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know where all this sort of, it don't look that great is coming from. It's because from. people it's want not... something to argue about, don't they? They want to, you know, something comes out, everyone's excited about it. They want to be like, well, there's this minor thing that's not as good. The, the only thing I would say is well, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Fire for that blunder. I'm surprised, and I could be wrong, um, but I thought they would have been using the id Tech 5 engine for this, but it doesn't look id Tech 5, and I could be wrong. It may just not look like it, but do you know when you have see stuff like... Tech before? No, no, but yeah, obviously Bethesda... Yeah, but now Bethesda own, obviously, or whatever, own id. And the, and the technology there, you know, when you see games... Like, I always thought that the next Fallout game would look like Rage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that quality of look, but obviously on a massive scale. Right. Uh, and and he doesn't, you know, when you see how good Wolfenstein looked, and you know all those sorts of games that I've used in Tech Five, I'm kind of surprised. It may be on it, you know, I may be wrong, but it didn't look like. And it. the other thing is, look, I, I actually think there's kind of an interplay between the way games look and the way they play. So let's not forget that this game might look better in our hands than it does now. I mean, what for whatever that's worth. I don't know. I, I just think yeah, I'm trying mean, to judge so much based on this two-minute clip. We are. I mean, says the man Mr. who Fish. talked about it for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Exempt Mr. Fish said the world is probably too big to use it, which is possibly true. I mean, because when you when you look at the amount of memory needed for those mega textures and all that stuff that IdTech uses, yeah. you know, when you've got something on that scale, you'd be talking like a 120 gigabyte download just to play the bloody game, wouldn't you, I suppose? Oh, you know, an average game now is 50 gigs, isn't it, to, to play it? Yeah, so how... Gimme, gimme, gimme. I know, I yeah. Wait. It might not be that long, though. Oh. You know what I mean? And, it might uh, as I said this morning, hopefully my machine will run it before crashing after 20 minutes. <laughs> how's that going, by the way? It happened again this that? week. Battlefield 4, just <laughs> boop, right in the middle, after like an hour of gameplay, just boop. Completely I have it happen with mine. But it's only on Shadow of Mordor for yeah. some reason. See, I never had any problems with Shadow of Mordor, and I think it's yeah. on high settings. So it's fine. Part that drives me crazy. Maybe it's just EA. 
Maybe. It's the weird thing is with mine, though. It, it plays... When you're playing the actual game, there's no problems. As soon as you exit out of the game, about a minute later, the computer resets itself for some weird reason. <laughs> yeah, it works fine, though, when you're playing it. So, I don't know, I don't know what, uh, what he's causing that. Uh, it's a bit odd. And, but, yes, I think it's fair to say we're all excited for Fallout Hell yeah, 4. we're excited. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. Duke except, will except be losing. Mr. Fish, <laughs> except Mr. Fish wanted to add in. Oh, my God. 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 Should they take the shooting mechanics from id, do you think? I don't think so. Um, I think this is going to play yeah, like a cool. Fallout game. Yeah, I, think I do. But that like would be cool. Can you yeah, imagine that? Nice. Like Doom sort of shooting in a Fallout game. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. But no, I, I think a lot of the criticism about how it looks is is unjust, I would have said. For me, it looks like I would I expect it, it to look. Yeah, I, think I, do. I think I think it's yeah. going to be more Fallout 3, very pretty. Um, maybe they'll improve on, you know... Uh, it still main looks quest. great, you know. They did all that, did they? Yeah, and sort of, yeah. I, I think they'll improve on the main quest, and I think the dog is going to be more featured rather than just a bag of meat. See, but yeah, I think it'll be. Uh, let me just say this. Uh, no, I, I think this is the last thing I really want to say is that the the companions in Bethesda games have always been interesting, but never fascinating and never really that urgent. In other words, they're, they're, they always give you like a choice of 10 different companions for a reason. And in Skyrim, you had like 20 you could choose, or 30. Yeah. And that's because, you know, they tend to die. And so if you lose one, you can get another one. Yeah, but then that doesn't give you that sort of connection, uh, Actually, emotional in some connection. Ways it or does. There are people who like they'll travel with Lydia, and if she dies, they will reload their last. Oh yeah, I did that. See? I did that. Every I've never time. done that. Yeah. And actually, I'm so scared of that, and I don't want to play that way. So I'm just like, I'm not going to have a companion. And besides, there's the whole thing of like I'll accidentally shoot my companion, or I'll accidentally like I I travel with the iBot in New Vegas because that was just so cool to have a little robot at your back. But having the person, I'm like, I'm trying to sneak around and they're bumping into stuff. And I'm just like, no, it's not going to work. I'm a lone traveler. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me, Dottie. I'm a rebel. I'm a loner. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that that all being said, we should move on, I guess, because we've, uh, you know, you've talked about it enough. <laughs> yes. To say. But let me just say this. The last thing I want to say. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, yeah. Anyway, Duke, uh, what other stuff have you been getting up to this week, apart from excited about Fallout 4? Things you wouldn't understand. Uh, Can I I just check? I'm trying to play a sound clip. I can barely hear it. Yeah, all right, it's too quiet. Go ahead. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I was going to say, can I just ask as well, when you first watched the trailer, did you do a bit of Wii? No, I was actually at school, and um, Seth McNitt, because uh, the day before, someone had mentioned the t- the countdown. Me, it was me. Yeah, fine. Uh, so I was like, countdown, and I me. went my computer. It was me, Duke. Fine, <laughs> Stu. It was you. Thank you for letting me know. I'm so appreciative. It was, it was All me. All hail Stu. Oh exactly. my goodness. Thank you so much. Stu just said that. Take it. Up. And that was that was within 15 minutes of it being published. By the way, so that's how good Please I am. Stop whining. Just stop whining. Uh, so anyway, I went around in my computer, but the web filter at our school was like, eh, blocked, eh, no good, no. So I had to wait till I got home to look at the timer, which, you know, timer, what is it? Is a timer. 
anyway, when Seth McNitt said, um, the trailer looks awesome, I was like, oh, it's up. And I went running to my computer and I was able to find it on YouTube. So sweet. And I watched it and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And the woman who teaches next door to me, she closed the door to her room. She said, I'm not trying to listen to this. And I was like, oops, I'm being loud. And I'm so. Now, to be fair, we were all, we had planning session, so I wasn't disrupting another class, but. Uh, I was very, very happy to see all. Did it? Did he get? Did he get past the get back to work filter? Uh, well, YouTube isn't generally blocked, so you know, it was okay. Anyway, let's talk about what we've been playing this week. Yeah, what have you been playing? What you been playing? What um, so the first thing on my what you've been playing list is Fallout 4. Oh my god! No, I mean that is what's up there, but I don't. You <laughs> wish you'd been playing. <laughs> well, that game. I don't think there's any need for me to put that on my what you've been playing list because it's not like I'm going to forget about Fallout 4, right? And you haven't played it anyway. Pillars of Eternity sucks. I'm done. I hate that game. Oh my god! Here's the reason I'm I say that. I don't actually. I don't know that I hate it, but I must have messed up because, okay, I. I realized the last time I played this game, I was getting owned by some side quests, and eventually I realized, you know what, okay, look, it's probably that thing where you have to get stronger, and then you can go back and do those side quests later. I'm kind of annoyed by that, but whatever. So I decided I would just do some of the main quest stuff, and I found another member for my party, which obviously is going to help dealing with tough enemies, right? Yep, yep. And then I get to this castle area, and they're like, oh, it's been empty for years, and I'm looking for this document, and I'm looking for the guy who hid that document from you, or whatever. And then we got to this group of enemies. There are ghosts in this castle. And I got into this group of three ghosts, boom, dead. Just, like, totally owned me. And I was like, god damn it! And this is like a story mission. This isn't like I can just do this later. So... I was like, I tried different things and I looked on a walkthrough. There's a video walkthrough. The person had like five people in his party and they were all like level four or something. I'm level two and I have three people in my party. What am I supposed to do about that? I do. See, that's the thing. I must have played it wrong up until that point because I. Yeah, enough. but yeah, that's not good programming for a that's game. What I'm though. It shouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's the part that really frustrates me. And I went to the settings and it said difficulty level, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll switch it to easy. And then it said areas you have not been to yet will now be easy. And I was like, God, da. So maybe I'll play this again someday, starting with easy. But, I mean, that just seems so annoying to have to do that. You know what I mean? So I'm not thinking about this game in positive terms. And so for right now, I'm just like, whatever. I'm going away from it. I did play some more Witcher 2 because I was in the mood for uh, RPG stuff after I quit out of Pillars of Eternity. And I got the silver sword. Yes! We saw. We saw. Yes. Well done. So that's exciting. And Do you know what, though? It is a weird weird mechanic because like you you know the first time play and i know i took the piss out of you quite a pillars of eternity now no no witcher 2 uh you know i took the piss out of you for not finding the silver sword and all that sort of stuff um but the fact again that you missed it you know what i mean you didn't realize you had to go and make one and that's the thing i was looking at it this time and like if you hadn't played the game and i hadn't played witcher 1 at that point if you hadn't played any of the early games you didn't realize that you had two swords so when you stick it in the dragon's mouth spoilers for Witcher 2 first 10 minutes um that's losing one of your swords and and you have to look in your quest journal to realize 
oh, here's this sword. Now, there is a little tiny window in the corner that says this sword does minimal damage against monsters if you try to fight a monster with a steel sword. But, I mean, yeah, I think it should have... And again, this is me asking for the game to hold my hand a little, I guess, but... You know, I think it should have had a thing where someone says, wait a minute, before you go trying to kill those monsters, you need to get your silver sword back or something. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, the um, in, in Witcher 3, there's none of that. You just start with a silver and a steel That's- sword. It just gives them you. And like I said to you on the on the when I first talked about it, when you come up against an enemy, he will automatically pull out the sword he needs. So he will pull out steel, obviously, if he's human, and he'll, you know, he'll pull out. In a way, I kind of like the fact that, I mean, there's always a part of me that, (laughs) it's stupid, but I feel kind of badass for, like, I figured out that I need to hit two before I start fighting these creatures instead of one. I'm a hardcore gamer, yeah! (laughs) But there is a part of that, you know, in me that feels happy, you know, when I do figure things like that out. But here's the part that I felt ridiculous about, and by the way, someone in the chat asked if I figured out why we're at PCs crashing. No, I have not. Um, But... So <laughs> before I got my silver sword in Witcher 2, I uh, I went – because you have to get the silver ore, right? And That's right. You can yeah. try to find it or you can buy it. And I went to all the, deal, uh, the, the people who were – the vendors, and I was like, let me buy some silver ore. And they didn't have any. And I was like, god damn it. And then someone – I looked online and someone's like, oh, just meditate for 24 hours and then they'll, they should have a restock and then they'll have some then. And I did that. And not only did they not have any silver ore, they had the exact same inventory as before. I was like, what? So I was like, all right, I will meditate for five days. And I did. I was just like five days straight. I just meditate, 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 meditate. Five days later, I went back. The exact same inventory. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I realized I was looking at the side of the screen that had my inventory on it. <laughs> Your stuff. I thought he was going to say you hadn't been to the blacksmith because obviously they have the stuff that you need to make. Stuff I was with. like, I am the stupidest person in the world. That oh is my God. so funny. That is funny. Um, so, so anyway, say, now you've got the silver sword. I got How easy? How easy? Then I did this. Okay, so there was a quest where you had to kill a bunch of spiders, which was okay, but there wasn't any indication of where they were. So they were just, you know, I guess it said at some point. First of all, they were like, you have to learn about them. And the only way you can learn about them is to either fight them or to find this guy who sells books. And again, if you're going to find the guy who sells books – you have to just go to like every house and eventually you'll f- you meet him or go online to a wiki and read where he lives and then go find the house that way. I think there ought to be a person, you know, it, it's like in Skyrim. If you say to a guard, like, I need some directions around town or whatever, like in The Witcher 2, they ought to have and maybe they have it in The Witcher 3. But if they don't, they should where you say, like, where, who can help me understand the animals in this area or whatever? You know what I mean? That would be a good thing to be able to ask someone. Yeah, I mean, inter- again, interestingly, in uh, The Witcher 3, it kind of works the same. If you come across a creature, you kill the creature, uh, it get, then gets put into your, your beastery or something like that it's called, which sort of it stores information on every creature that you come across. Yeah. And once you've killed one, it'll tell you what the weaknesses are and right. what you can use against them, what signs are the best to, to use in combat and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, and then obviously you can pick stuff up in books, but what what they seem to have done in The Witcher Three that's a lot different than Witcher Two is they've just made it a lot easier to play. Really. Right, and that's the other thing. Like I have it on easy, so I don't really have to deal. I mean, you know, 
when I looked at the walkthrough, I didn't look at the walkthrough. I looked at like information about the spiders, and they said like set this trap and then cast this spell. And I was like, I'm not doing any of that. So I just went in and started hacking at it, and just casting the fire spell over and over again. And I eventually killed them. So it was like, all right. And the the thing that was annoying was again there was no quest marker, so I just had to kind of wander around the forest outside the city, and I eventually found them. It wasn't that bad, but it really reminded me of how much I appreciate not necessarily. Like, you know, in Skyrim, of course, they have the floating quest markers right over the person's head. I don't need that. But I do like having a general sense, like on the map, like look in this area. So, yeah, I, again, in The Witcher 3, what they've done in that to make it different, they you know, you have like... Do. Everything I say, you know, Witcher 3, Witcher 3, Witcher... Well, I'm only I'm telling you how much you've improved on what no, you've done. I'm like. glad to hear it, yes. In, in The Witcher 3, they, they have some quests where it takes you directly to a marker... Uh, and it, it has a Witcher little up three, or down. Witcher three, Witcher three, Witcher three. It is definitely. I mean, they have a little up or down arrow on the on the actual and how how far away it is. So it tells you if you need to go up or down if it's on a floor above or a floor below and all that sort of stuff. And then there are there are more general area quests where you oh, have I, to search I've an got, area. I've got Witcher two on the video here, and it's a fucking sex scene, I think. Uh, oh yeah, there's a lot of that in it. Um, and then you have like a sexy, and I know it. <laughs> you have a yellow radius, which will then give you an indication of where to look. So you know it's going to be within that yellow bit. So moving on quickly, because I do have other things to talk about. Um, yep. The Witcher 2, there was one quest that I found really interesting, and I have only just started it, but you're, you're supposed to talk this troll. First of all, the, the troll protecting the bridge is drunk off his ass. <laughs> so uh, That's oh, yeah. a huge troll. I thought originally it was going to be like <laughs> a man whose hair was dirty or something, and like there's a troll. No, it's this enormous creature, and he's like, drunk and and Geralt's like you need to stop drinking he's like drink good drink make me feel good and like someone killed his wife and it's like so sad I was like oh no so don't tell me anything about it I'm really looking forward to finishing that quest because it got me interested I'm like that's an interesting quest line now so but that that is the difference between a Witcher game yeah and Skyrim. Well, yeah, I'm not going to lie. The Skyrim quests are never that interesting. So whatever. I'm interested in that. I will be playing some more Witcher 2. Meanwhile, I played a little Munin. Um, this is a puzzle game that was uh, caught my eye when it first came out, but it, I didn't know if I wanted to pay 10 bucks for it. So I waited for it to be on sale, and it was on sale this week. Yay! So the this is a platformer. It's a very standard platformer. You uh, go up and down ladders. You jump off cliffs. You can't hurt from falling too far. Uh, but the whole point is to gather there's like four feathers on each board. And the twist is each board is split up into like six pieces, and you can rotate the pieces. So you have to figure out it's, – it's much more of a thinking game than it is an action game. And you have to figure out, okay, if I twist this piece, it will line up with this thing that I can't get to the ladder to. But if I rotate the ladder, then I can get up to that other piece and then fall down there and get that feather. So it's just really interesting. The art style is – I don't want to think, Duke. I want to okay. shoot shit, all right? Well, it's funny you say that because yeah. I actually – the other game I played this week was Braid and uh, – they had a sale on Steam, and it was like the indie game or the yeah the indie game movie indie game bundle. And I was I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna give Braid another try. <laughs> ah, no, I'm not because I played it again bastard. for another hour. And I was at first I was like, hey, I'm getting this. This isn't too hard. And then I got to this one level, and I was just like, oh god, it's giving me a headache. And I just couldn't figure out what to do, and I felt so stupid. So I was like, you know what? I was right to stop playing this before. I'm not going to do it. So, 
Anyway, the point is, Although, that game I didn't want to think about, but this Munin game I'm happy to play when thinking. But let's say, though, The Witness does look good. Well, that's as maybe, and I'll probably give it a try because, you know, who knows. But Witness the fitness. Witness the fitness. Yeah, it does look good, Witness. So Munin is fun. Um, the art style is pretty – I mean, it's dark. Uh, it's not very clean graphically. You know, there's like, you know, uh, the lines are kind of rough and jagged. Uh, but it's on purpose because it's like this tortured soul and there are crows and it's all about um, the Norse mythology and stuff like that. And the guy looks weird. He's got this like long black hair and I don't know what. But it's OK. It doesn't matter. The way it looks is irrelevant to me because the gameplay is so interesting. And it's, again, not stressful. It's just the type of thing where, you know, in most cases, if you just keep spinning the different parts of the board, eventually you'll figure it out. So I like it. I'm really having fun with Munin. And like I said, it was real cheap. So if you're interested in this, give it a look. It's a, it's worth a punt, certainly for only a few quid. But was it as cheap as, like, well, I know that it's, like, more expensive in monetary terms. But was it as cheap as 20 quid for a pre-order of Fallout 4, though? Is that, was it's it that not cheap? that good a bargain. But I can sleep with a clear conscience. Ah, ripped off the best developer in the world. <laughs> so anyway, um, anyway, the other big release this week was Lego Worlds, and yeah. I had never early, early access though. Early access, right? So most people can't play it. <laughs> but those of us who have, are part of the PC Master Race, we can play it. And we can. You sounded like Chini. That's I did. That was quite fun. Uh, Evil Shredder was the one who let me know about Lego Worlds because he's like, hey, have you seen Lego Worlds? And I'm like, what? What? And so I went and looked and it's, you know, open world building, crafting. Oh, my God. And Lego. Yeah. And I looked at the trailer and it blew me away because they had a dude like plowing through the middle of a mountain using like, oh yeah drill machine and i was like yes because i've always thought in minecraft it's so annoying having to not you know use your hand tools to make a hole in a mountain it takes forever so i was like finally now that's beautiful in this game but it's also the the thing i like the least about it in other words you're working with large numbers of bricks at a time and yeah. that means it's less precise than minecraft and at least in the early access version, there is no survival. Like, it is at its essence a Lego game. So it's about breaking things apart, getting those little circular things that are the currency. You know, I don't know what they're called, but you know what I'm... Yep. Uh, and, they're and, called studs. Right. They so are gathering called studs. studs. Not a stud, but they're I was stud. gathering studs. Stud. Studs turkle. And... It's it's about you know getting prototypes of things which you can then use your studs to pay for in terms of putting down in the world. So, yeah, and once you've paid for them once, you can then just unlock them, can't you? And can, just use them and as often as you, you like. Can, you can like add on to them. So I made you know one of these Japanese Tori gates, right? And I added a couple of bricks on just to make sure you could adjust them, and you can. So you can make them your own, but it's. It's a third-person view, and it's a lot harder to be – again, like to be precise with where you're putting stuff. Yeah. But it's not meant yeah. to be a precise kind of game, I think. It's much more designed to – Yeah, I mean I, I tried to build a house. That's um, right, because you bought this too. I did. I did. Uh, but I found it incredibly fiddly and frustrating. But then I kind of forgave it because it's early access. You know, There's plenty of stuff they can do. Yeah. And, and what I'm most impressed with for me is just – 
the sheer scale of what they've already got as an early access game. Because, you know, a lot of times you get early access and, you know, there isn't that much to do. There's not that much to see. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's for sure a big work in progress. And don't get me wrong, I had quite a number of where the game just froze for like a minute yeah. and then would start up again. Yeah, I didn't have you know, that, so... but it, it definitely felt fiddly in terms of how it worked. Yeah. But um, you're but... right. Compared to most early access games, this is miles ahead of where they usually Oh, yeah. And there's a ton of stuff to do. There's... And just the, there's just drag, the sheer... There's, there's... Yeah, oh, yeah. You can hop in cars. I mean, there's a lot going on in here. And, and it's cool. Once you've ridden on something, it comes in your inventory. You pay for it. You've got it. And you can just spawn one. Um, you know, things like dragon. I mean, riding a dragon, how cool is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can, I haven't come across one yet, but apparently you can ride an eagle as well and swoop around. Yep. And you can land on clouds and wander around on clouds and stuff. I mean, it's just kind of endless what they've come up with. And I've really got to give it to, to the developers for, for making something like we said, that is just already accomplished and you feel like once the full release of this is it comes out it's going to be an incredible rival to minecraft right I would have said. and that's the thing but here's the thing i would i would caution people to think about it this way it's it is a, a lego game at its heart like it's not i don't think it's i mean it obviously is a crafting game but it's not the kind of crafting game like minecraft where you start from nothing and you find resources to combine in new ways Instead, it is an exploration game it is. where you then you know, gather stuff that you can then make new versions of and adjust to and add on to. But yeah, I mean, what I found mistake, was I think my biggest, sorry, my biggest mistake was thinking it was going to be just like Minecraft because, first of all, there's no survival mode, at least not in early access. So that's one thing to know right off the bat. Yeah, there's nothing like that. But it's just the scale of stuff that they've already put. I mean, on screen now, I never came across a helicopter. Yeah, I did. Well, the first in, things I found. Someone flying around in a helicopter, and you're just like, suddenly you've gone from Minecraft where you're pretty much stuck on the ground to suddenly you can explore. And I mean, I've just right. been astounded at just how many individual islands there are in your instance of the world it creates. Right, and I think that they've done a good... I mean, this is the thing. They have leaped from... I mean, Minecraft... Obviously, I love it. I play it all the time. Um, the The thing that Minecraft has needed for a while, I said this on my first playthrough stream, is uh, it's needed transport. It's needed ways for you to go beyond just the Bronze Age. Because once you reach a certain point in Minecraft, you're just stuck in the Bronze Age. Like, you have, you know, a sword. You have a pickaxe. But that's as far as you can take it. And now there's mods, obviously, and there's redstone. But... It's not, you know, it goes magical rather than more advanced technologically. And it should have, you know, rudimentary weight. You know, if you want to ride a horse in Minecraft, you have to spend hours exploring in order to somehow get lucky and find a saddle that allows you to ride around. You should be able to kill a horse, use the leather, make a saddle, ride a horse. Like, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do that. So I think that Lego Worlds has done a really good job of saying, okay, what's the, what are the biggest disadvantages to Minecraft? Can't manipulate the landscape that easily and can't move around that much. So we'll add those things first and then add other things as well. And I think this game has a lot of potential. Definitely. I mean, is it possible that the final version will be full of microtransactions? It could be. I wouldn't put it past Lego because they know that they're dealing with a uh, consumer base that's you know pretty young, and that's a good way to make money. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm hoping the worst that you'll get is you, you know, you can you can pay for the you know for the stuff that you want and nothing more than that. I mean, at the moment Wait, it's very every easy. Microtransaction. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah, but it's very easy at the moment to find stuff. You know what I mean? Right. You come across right. another character yeah. that appears in your inventory. You pay I for think, them. Right. Then I you think can the use way it. that it'll be if they do microtransactions, what it'll be is you'll be able to find castles in the main game. You'll be able to find Hogwarts. Or if you, you could buy a, you know what I mean, a Lego set yeah. that gives yeah. you Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or whatever it is. Because then it's not taking away from the main game, but you will have extra stuff that you can buy. Makes sense. Yeah. But that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. <laughs> but it would also be cool if, you know, I mean, you could make, you could, because you could make Hogwarts on your own with this game. Oh, yeah. It's just. Oh, easily. It's, it, it, well, I don't know about easily. That's the thing is that, uh, like you said, Placing the bricks is kind of fiddly, and I don't know. I mean, placing of bricks has never been a strong suit of the Lego games. It's always been about just having fun and being silly. And but let me put building, this to you. I don't know if they're going to make that. A- let me put this to you though, right? Okay, because as you know, Millie is a massive Lego yes. fan. I mean, she builds something new every year. Yes. So every year she gets a new Lego set and she builds it. You can't put uh, your face over the video game stream. No, you can't. <laughs> if <laughs> if you had. If you had the instructions from your Lego whatever you built, and obviously you have all the bricks that are exactly the same available in the game, you could use the instructions from the real physical world to build something in the Lego world game. I think what they ought to do is when you buy an actual set of plastic Lego bricks, you get some sort of code that you can put into the game. And then it unlocks those bricks in the game. I mean, Verbal Robbers just said that. Haven't you read that or have you just said that? Oh, I'm I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. Ah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that would be cool if you got a barcode off your, you know, or whatever, yeah. and you just sort of put it in or some sort of code, yeah. and then you could unlock the set in the. Now that would make more sense to me than microtransactions. Well, that assumes that they want to put people into buying the actual things, which absolutely. Think, yeah, but I think Lego has become as much of a brand as it has like a kind of building blocks. But that would be a cool little bonus if you bought a physical set and then it went. And by the way, here's a code. Put it in your game. You'll get the same set just, within the game. I just the put finished my product. breath. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't think they'll do the either or. I can see them doing both. But it's yeah. early, and yeah. we'll be watching this definitely. There's a lot. Oh, I mean, I've got it. I'm assuming they'll be doing regular updates. You know, and one sort thing of I would like to stuff. see them do is, and maybe there's a way to do it. I didn't really explore the building options too carefully, but to if you could mirror your building. You know what I mean? Like on the y-axis or the x-axis so that when you put, you know, uh, black coating on the east wall of your castle, it also puts the black coating. That's racist. That's racist. You yeah, I know. Right. But I, I mean, I was the only thing I could think of as an example. I just – Yeah, the, I mean, the, the other building, thing – They don't have to necessarily make it more precise, but they have to make it easy. Duke, this has got the one thing you have been crying out for for years in Minecraft. What's that? You can color bricks, whatever color exactly. you like. Exactly, it's true. You can. It's awesome. I love yeah. that part of it. Yeah. So yeah. yes, I mean, you you could make just a blank wall and then just fill in the bricks you wanted to create whatever you wanted. You what could. pattern? That's the stuff. thing, though. It would take forever. And first of all, the bricks that you choose from to build with, it there's millions like of there's them. any rhyme or reason to how they're organized on that window. No. Like there's yeah, no. there's two by three, and then there's six by four, and then there's three by one, and I'm like. Why aren't there? Why isn't it organized by how tall they are first, and then how wide, and then how long? Like, whatever. 
But then that's, I mean, that's one of the issues I've found with this game. Just, you know, when we're comparing to Minecraft, Minecraft, a block's a block. It's always the same size. It's always the same shape. Whereas in this, you've suddenly got all this choice of all these different size bricks. And you're like, which one do I need to build a wall? And and, and in some ways, the the prefabricated buildings, as it were, are easier to use, are they? And, And it's also cool when you do one with that weird gun. Yep. And he just shoots out loads of bricks, yes. and he just builds whatever you. Very cool, no think. doubt. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't just plonk it in the in the environment, it's it, you know, it's got a nice little animation. Yeah. So they really put a lot of thought, I think, and effort into the presentation of it, and I think it can only get better, really. Yep. All right, um, that's all for Lego Worlds. Um, yeah. The other game I played was there's two more. <sighs> One's called Dirty Bomb, and um, this is a free-to-play first-person shooter. It's trying to be kind I don't know who made it. It's some developer that only made this game, because I thought that it felt like another game I played, the Fear Online uh, first-person That's right, yeah. shooter, yeah. but it's not. Apparently, this developer, this is the first thing they've made, or first thing on Steam, anyway. Um, but this game, uh, Dirty Bomb, is trying to be... What if Team Fortress 2 was more serious? Like That's the sense I get. It's not it's not very serious but it is more serious and um it's objective based three on three four on four five on five uh and it's all like you know in team fortress 2 there are the game modes where there's like a little train on the track and it's trying to get to a certain objective you have to protect it and then it moves and when you're not around it it doesn't move um it's kind of like that and you have a healer you can be or you can be the you know soldier type character yeah, I mean, it definitely has, I mean, I'm looking at it now, it definitely has that sort of, not quite as cartoony as Team Fortress. Right, but it does have the voices, and the first guy you start out as is, is like, you know, kind of a grunt-type soldier, like, ready for duty, or whatever it is. So it's clearly trying to be like the soldier on Team Fortress 2. Yeah, and it, and it definitely has that cartoony aesthetic about it's it, It's a lot more it? precise than Team Fortress 2, so you're you're dealing with a smaller hit range, and you're dealing with... Um, it, it looks like a mix between like if if Counter Strike and Team Fortress had a baby. Yeah, it does. That's it does look like that. You know, it's it's not. I played it a little bit because I didn't want to. You know, I think the Duchess was walking the dog or something, and we were in the middle of a movie, so I didn't want to start up Battlefield Four because that takes forever to load up. So I thought, wait a minute, you were in the middle of a movie. Well, the dog needed to go out. The dog. The dog needed to go out, and so she's walking the dog, and I'm I washed the dishes, and then it was like, okay, now what? So anyway, um, it looks a bit like. Do you remember Battlefield Heroes? Yeah, that's the thing. Somebody compared it to uh, Brink, and I think that's kind of an interesting. Mm-hmm. Comparison. It's fast. It yeah, fast. I mean, it's fast. It is fast. Yeah. Um, the thing that bugs me about it, and this is I've said this about other games, like you know, playing Domination on Call of Duty is not fun to me because the maps are too small. Like, if we're going to have objective-based games, I want a bigger map. And this game has a pretty small map, and it tends to be pretty claustrophobic. So there are places above and below where you are, but they're really, you're mostly in hallways and corridors. So it's, I mean, I, I like it, it's fun, but it's not game of the year, it's not amazing. And no, Lots of choke stuff. points. Lots of choke yeah, points, exactly. And generally speaking, as soon as you find an enemy, after about 10 seconds, one of you is dead. So yeah. and that's fine. That's not a problem. I'm just letting people know it's worth a look. It's free to play. I haven't run into anything they want me to buy. I mean, the thing that you buy is other kinds of soldiers. 
and I haven't been that interested in that, so I'm I'm not tempted in any way, and I don't feel like. And is is that purely aesthetic? Or it's not aesthetic. It like you have other powers, but you know, eventually you will unlock other soldiers with XP. So it's not like the people who pay are paying to win. It's just they're paying to have different ways of playing. You're not overpowered okay. if you buy a different guy. You're just oh, that's good. you just have different capacities and stuff. So I, I don't know. I'll I'll probably keep playing it because, like I say, it loads pretty quickly and it's fun and it's you know the game rounds last I don't know fifteen twenty minutes rather you know and that's about standard. But um, so anyway, whatever. Very good. It's it's uh, it's worth anything anything else. One last thing. Uh, when the indie game movie game bundle came out on steam someone on uh, i was just looking at what people said i wanted to complain about braid and i did and then someone said uh is super meat boy any fun i've heard a lot of things about it i don't know why people always do this on reddit they're like hey uh, this game has 100 percent on uh, metacritic but do you like it and you know you're <laughs> is it any good right you're gonna get some people who don't like you know on braid i was yeah, like, everyone likes it i happen to not like it be aware this is how i felt other people seem to like it, so maybe it's just me. But if you're like me, maybe you'll have this frustrating experience. Anyway, someone responded to that by saying, if you like Super Meat Boy, everyone, check out another game called They Bleed Pixels. And it's it's a hardcore, hard-as-nails action platformer. And I was like, ooh, now I'm interested. So I looked at the trailer, and it's actually got spinning saw blades the same way as Super Meat Boy. So I was like, ooh, interesting. Um, it's a good game. I like the fact that it's a female protagonist and it's based on the work of H.P. Lovecraft. So it's got. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> no, I'm a bit worried. Here's the thing: it's Super Meat Boy is beautiful in part because it's so precise. When you land on a spot, you stick to it. And this game is a little bit slidey by design, and yeah. there's yeah. combat. Whereas in Super Meat Boy, all you have to worry about is landing on the right spot. In this game, you have to worry about that, and you have to worry about where you land and where you hit the enemy. And, I mean, it just it adds some complexity, which I don't think I'm crazy about. But on the other hand, it can be very satisfying to launch an enemy into the, spa, the spinning saw blades. Right. Okay. Then the nice thing, the thing that it does that I think is most interesting and unique, which isn't really a big deal, but it's pretty cool. Um, instead of reaching checkpoints, what happens is you fill up like a this, there's a little fork at the top of the screen, and when you fill it up, you get this purple glow around your character. And when that happens, as soon as you stop moving on a flat piece of earth, then you will um, it'll make a checkpoint. So it's the type of thing where the checkpoints happen whenever you get around to them. And sometimes they're very quick together because every time you kill an enemy, you get a little bit of power to make a checkpoint. And they're never very far apart. And you can double jump. Um, there's a number of things this game does very well. It can be frustrating because it's a Super Meat Boy type game. But all these games are frustrating. That's how they're designed, isn't right. it? But frustrating in a way that you think, right, next time exactly. I'm going to do it. That's what I was just about to say. The beautiful part about this game is that I never feel the way I did with Braid of, I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do. I don't care. I'm frustrated and I give up. Instead, it's, God, I almost had it. Oh, I fell off this thing. I'm going, yeah. get this. I can't. Next time I'm going to nail this. And you do. And the other, yeah. And the other thing is with these types of games is that, 
inevitably, if you do die, it's normally because of your mistake or oh, yeah. something you did wrong. Yeah, that's the thing. In this, there was one level, and I don't remember what I did to get past it, but for some reason, I could not jump the second time, and you have to double jump in order to clear this level. So I, it was really frustrating to me because I couldn't tell what I was doing wrong. And I went to look on a video playthrough, and the dude just double jumped. And I was like, I can't do it. And maybe I was holding down a button I shouldn't have been holding down, or maybe I wasn't, you know, clinging to the wall enough, or whatever. But uh, it was just really frustrating when it was supposed to work a certain way, and it didn't. And again, I feel here's the other thing: in Super Meat Boy, when you press right and jump, you're going to jump diagonally to the right. But in this yep. game, if you're if you uh, if you tap the right direction key and the attack key at the same time, you'll do this like warp attack. And sometimes you have to do that to get across a pit or whatever. But if you hold the right movement key and then attack, you'll just attack once in that direction without warping to the right. You know what I mean? So they're trying to get the keys to do different things based on whether you hold them or tap them, which I think is a bad design decision because it's just, again, you're going to do the one thing sometimes when you mean to do the other. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a bit contextual. Exactly. And but, sometimes that's yeah. okay. For the most part, it's not a big deal. But there are certain times when, you know, if you if you have to be super precise for these games, you don't want to have to try to deal with, well, am I holding it or am I tapping, you know? So yeah, that's my one gripe. But in yeah. general, I've played like three levels of this, and I'm still loving it. So um, they bleed pixels. It's only like $2 right now on Steam. So if you're listening live uh, and you're curious, check it out. It's on sale for whatever reason, and it's worth a look. Because it's it is fun, so, so that's I what mean, I've been playing. Sorry, go ahead. The chat the chat's gonna be dead. So uh, anyway, Fallout Four. What do you? Oh think? my God, Fallout Four! Fallout Four! Anyway, I'll I'll do mine because I haven't got a whole lot to talk about because we've already done Lego Worlds. Yep. Um, I played a little bit of. I, I picked up Sherlock Holmes: Crimes and Punishments. Yep. For a very cheap amount of money. I think it was about six pounds or something. I'm like, can, oh, can I'm I just say, so, Stu, I apologise for interrupting you, but if I don't say yes. it now, I'll forget. You know this clip that Duke has that with the yap, 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 yap. It makes yep. me laugh a lot, right? And I have to thank Duke because yep. he is he because of him, uh, he has led me to crying of laughter because yep. I then remind got reminded of. Another prank call video Ooh. where the person gets telemarketed from uh, a window sales company, and he says that they've got windows, but they <laughs> don't, don't have they, any walls. They're just standing up. Yeah, and he says, like, well, so you've got no walls. Yeah, I've got no walls, <laughs> so you can't, we can't come into the windows. No, the windows are still there. So what are they standing on? They're just there. <laughs> How and can they be hanging in air? I just are, and I, I just cried of laughter, like to the point where yeah. it was embarrassing. Where where Tara was looking at me, going, "It's not that funny." Yeah. Just, I got me so well. That's a good one. Um, so I'd like to thank thank Duke for that. Sorry, Stu, to interrupt. No, that's all right. All right. That's, that's absolutely fine. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, Sherlock Holmes is uh, my yes. guilty pleasure, isn't it? Because it I is, played. The Testament of Sherlock Holmes, I think. That's the one I played. That's right. Uh, That's right. And this is the new one. This is the new one. And it was, like I say, it was about £6 on, in a Steam sale or something. So I'm like, I don't, I'll give it a pump. That's pretty cheap. 
It's pretty cheap. Um, I, I'm still not totally convinced, I have to say. Uh, the, the movement is very janky. You know, when you're moving around the, the sort of areas that you have to go and investigate, it's very janky. And I don't know. I, I find it a bit frustrating because... You know, I'm pretty good at puzzle games. I think I think I do all right. You know, I play a puzzle game and I tend to know what I'm doing and find out the stuff I need to do That's and how do I the stuff. I play Braid. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but like, I went to the. But first it turns crime out you're scene. a moron because you can't solve this. The first crime scene. The what what I find frustrating about this game is that there's no indication. Um. You know, when you found everything, you know, you just you're just kind of wandering around, in ve- you know, looking at stuff. But it doesn't really... And when you've looked at something once, it doesn't... You know, sometimes, like, in, in some sort of games, you know, like L.A. Noir, for instance, once you'd looked at everything, it would it would blank that bit out or say, right, you've seen everything there is to see in this part of the whatever. Yeah. With this, it kind of just leaves it completely open. And just going to ask the question, are you playing it in first person or third person? I didn't even know you could play it in first person. Ooh, I I played is the that whole, true? The other Sherlock... Yeah, the other Sherlock game, you know, the Sherlock game that I liked, I played it all in yeah, first yeah. person. I didn't even know you could do that. Didn't know you could do that. It doesn't tell you. It doesn't go, if you click this, by the way, you can play in first or third person. Have hey, a go. Do you, you, you want to talk about games that don't tell you how to do shit? I've got one coming up, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so so that happened. And, you know, I rummaged around this scene for ages. Kept going back to the police sergeant and he kept going, have you seen everything there is to see? I'm guessing I haven't. Uh, and I couldn't find anything else I could interact with or click on. So I've no real idea of what I was supposed to do at that point. And then I turned it off. <laughs> so I was like, I've had enough now. Right. I'm sick of looking at this spear uh, not, impaling like, this bloke in the side of the shed. Oh, I never get tired of looking <laughs> thing, at that sort of thing. I've just realized that one of the characters... There's about five character models in Sherlock Holmes games, right? I remember yeah. one point in the Sherlock Holmes game that I played I, you have to go to a prison, and the two guards standing outside the front door were the same fucking character model, right? And <laughs> they just couldn't brilliant. be... It was like they developed... Just went, I can't be bothered. Like, no one gives a <laughs> shit. No one's going to play this. And I've just looked at the gameplay for this new Sherlock Holmes game, which does look graphically looks pretty good. But one of the characters... It's on Unreal. It's woman, on Unreal. What, 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 a big fat woman, she was in the, the, the previous one, so they haven't even made new no. character models. No, I've, is that the one through the telescope? Yes. No, I think that's a joke. I think that's a bit of a hell, because you, you don't interact with her, you just look at her through the telescope, but I think that's a, uh, but you've seen this woman before. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I it, think is, that's maybe a, it is. Um, I think it's a bit of a wink to but, you if you've played the previous what game. I want to say, what I want to say about Sherlock Holmes games, like the yes, they are a little bit janky in in their mechanics. They are they are, um, let's say a little bit like sort of B movie game. Would you agree there, Stu? But the, I, I definitely, think, I would definitely agree. What what I wouldn't underestimate though is how difficult the game is in terms of solving the crimes. They're not completely easy. Like some of them are easy. No, um, I was like, what am I meant to look at the, now? Yeah, yeah, it's not always easy. Like I, I, have to, I found myself looking on, on walkthroughs now and again. I tried not to, obviously, but you know it happens. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it is a difficult sort of game to play. But I really, I don't know why, but it charmed me. I just sort of liked. Yeah, I mean, how, sort of, I like the characters. The voice acting is is all right. You know, it's passable. It's not There's bad. nothing untoward about. I mean, I've got to got to say, you interview a woman at the first crime scene, and it was pretty funny. 
You know, the stuff he yeah. says to her and the stuff she responds with and how she responds is pretty amusing. So I was like, yeah, this could be pretty good. But then you get to that point where, like I say, I couldn't figure out what I had to do next. I'd been out with a boot and measured it up against the, the footprints in the in the soil and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, oh, that must be the end. I must have done everything. I went back to the copper and he's like, have you seen everything yet? And I'm like, I'm guessing I haven't. <laughs> is, that, is that obviously uh, an example of when you still have something to deal with? Yeah, I'm, just... I'm guessing. I'm, well, I'm assuming. Is that, is that correct? <laughs> Say that again, mate. Sorry. When the guy says, "Have you seen everything?" Is that for sure because something hasn't been found? Yeah, Probably. and you can't say to him yes or no. There's there's no response to that. You just have to go and have another look. <laughs> yeah, because I'm assuming at some point you'll go and interact and he'll go right. Well, we need to move on to whatever. You know what I mean? Or he'll have some sort of discussion with you about. Well, more what than you likely, found. you'll find you'll find everything. And once you find everything, that'll kick off a cutscene. Yeah, you know that'll yeah, it'll go. Kick off hey, here we go. But, so. but I, I think it could be good if I can just get my head around it a bit more. Are you, know you not I mean? I just to sort of like when you get stuck here and there just to look on the internet? Oh, I will be definitely doing that when I go back to it. I think first thing I'll do is go and have a look to see what I've missed or what I'm supposed are to do. Are you really going to go back to it, Stu? Uh, possibly not at the moment. And the reason no. that I'm possibly not going to go back to it at the moment is because, frig me, have I played a shit ton of Witcher 3. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't think I've been a, as engrossed in a game since Oblivion, really. Ooh. I mean, I, I've, oh. I must be up to up to 40 hours already easily. Dude. You know, easily, without even breaking a sweat. And I am nowhere near done anything at all. I mean... Well, you, as, cannot... you mean like in the main quest line or whatever? No, no, I've been doing the main I've quest line, but I, but I feel like I've done hardly anything. Uh, and to be fair, the main quest line is, is a fairly... Well, that is a way to sell the game. I've played it for 50 hours, and I've done nothing. I feel like I've done nothing. I just nothing. stood in um, the same spot looking at a tree. But the quests are just truly enormous. Yeah. I mean, you play you play what you think is going to be a fairly straightforward quest, and, like, three hours later, you're still playing the same quest line, you know? And you're just like, oh, my God. And you'll finish one part of it, and it's like, all right, now you need to go and do Again, this. that sounds awesome to me, but I think some people would hear that and go, oh, God. Do it, it, you know, there have been points, right? And I love this game to bits, but there, there have been a couple of points where I've gone, oh, my God, I've still got to do another thing in this quest. Yep. Uh, but it's it's good, right? What, it, what this game does brilliantly well is, I mean, and I'm only level 12, so let's put this into perspective. There is no level cap in this game, and I'm only level 12. Yeah, and I've, got, I've created from blueprints armor and swords and shit that are like level 27. Dude. And it's taken me 40 hours to get to level 12, so I'm thinking, fuck me. How long will it take me to get high enough that I can wear one of these things that I've made or use it? Verbal Rob, said, Verbal Rob said one more week before he forgets about it and starts playing something else. <laughs> but no, yep. it's not true. It really uh, we'll isn't see true. We'll I cannot see every minute, spur minute when like Kay's not around or she goes, oh, I'm just going to go and do the washing up. And I've got to say, right, best feature ever is rest mode. You know, the rest mode, like, suspend your game thing? Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's just so good. Because you just, like, press the PS button, you're straight back in the game, play for a bit, you know, PS button, put it in rest mode again, job done. You know what I mean? Take seconds. Um, no, I, honestly, but, I, I love that mode on, you know, on the Xbox. Like, I just yeah, switch it off, just have brilliant. a break, press it, and it's bang, it's there. I do love it's that. It's just so good, isn't it? Really yeah. is good. Keep logging um, it in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
It's just, it is just brilliant. Um, but this get is just truly brilliant. And I just keep finding more little things that I really love about it. Um, you know, I've got some relic swords now and they're pretty cool. And then you'll do like, and what he, what he does brilliantly well, when you do a main quest, it will give you good shit. You know what I mean? You know, you're going to get some decent equipment or a decent yeah. weapon or something out of doing that quest line, right? I did a quest line um, that I, that I think has had more impact on me than playing any other game before this. Dude. Where Whoa. I made a decision that at the time didn't feel that big a deal that had huge implications on the game following that decision that I made. Yeah. Whoa. Which, which I have never come across before. And, and stuff that I felt proper Whoa. shit about. I was like, fuck me, I caused all that shit by doing what I did. Yeah. And but I don't I don't think had I made and it was a black and white choice. It wasn't like grey in any way. You know, but but the the way it I felt like I'd been manipulated to an extent. Was it picking by wallpaper the... colour? Was it picking wallpaper colour, Stuart? It was a black and white choice. It wasn't no, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob's asking were unicorns no, no unicorns were involved. Um but it, it, but it affected about five different things, and what I, I met a woman at the very beginning of the game, right? Forty hours ago, I met this woman, and her husband was part of this like band of bandits or something, right? Killed them all, like you do in these types of games. Forty hours later, I go in a pub in the main city in the game. And the woman recognises me. This woman sat there having a beer, stands up and goes, that bastard killed my husband. Damn. And I'm just like, no way. That's like because 40 it, hours ago. In real life, right, after 24 hours, people tend to forget stuff like that. I know. Yeah, no, but I'm just familiar, like, I think you may have killed someone I know. Or... What, what other game, though, does that happen in where something like that happens? You know what I mean? That's, and yeah, cool. it's impressive. It's it's proper impressive. You feel totally immersed in the game. I mean, I'm in like the the main city in the game now, which is just massive. I mean, the city is huge, uh, and it's weird because for like the last ten hours, I haven't killed a single beast. It's been li- literally all humans on like the quest line that I'm doing. Yeah, you know, and it, it's cool. And you can use tactics, you can use persuasion and all that shit. But I like screw all that, man. I'm just gonna chop some heads off. So like, I just get to... you excited, Stu, for Cyberpunk, like um, oh, their, their next yeah. project. Yeah. I think I, I'm just feeling how I just the writing, the depth, the the environments, the interesting quests you have to go and do, just the, just the generally the characters, and and you just realise just how crazy big this game is because you go and sort of. You know, you, you like enemies that you can't beat yet have a red skull on them. So you know, like I, I, I just stay away. You know, you see somebody with a red skull, you just turn around and walk away. And to be fair, the game does a really good job of if you don't engage, they won't chase after you. You know, you won't get that Benny Hill Skyrim moment. Yeah. You know, where you've got about fifteen enemies running after you. Or the pillar no, moment. Yeah, there's none of that sort of stuff in this game. It kind of, you can just turn around and walk away. But uh, I was in the swamp and there was this stone monster thing wandering around. And I went near enough to it to see what level it was. It had a big red skull on it. And I'm like, it It was like level 90 or something like that. And I'm like, 
level 12. I'm like, yeah, that's a long way. Take him. If you weren't a yeah, probably have to go like one hit. I'd yeah, yeah, I could have him. Um, but the only the only thing I would say, and again, I've said this before with this game, you've got to remember to manually save every now and again. You know, don't because you get complacent because you'll get to a point where you feel like pretty tough. You know, you think, oh yeah, I can take on everybody. This That's is fine. And then you get killed, and you're like, shit. And, and then it's, it's not like, the type of thing where it automatically loads up. No, it does. It does. Like at major story points or major quest points, it will do an auto save. Yeah. But beyond that, it doesn't. So you could have been wandering around doing little bits of side quests for the last two hours. Yeah. And then it's like, load last save, and it's before you did any of that stuff, <laughs> and you're like, shit. shit. <laughs> Uh, and I did get I did get caught out slightly because uh, there was an update, and I put it in rest mode, but I'd forgotten to save without realizing. Sort of, and as soon as you do the update, it closes uh, down the game. See, that's the and thing like, you get reliant on Stop. rest mode. That could be. I know, I know. You got to be careful. Got to be careful. But I've never I've not come a cropper too much with stuff like that. But I'm just loving it. I tell you what, this is, if this is, doesn't turn out to be my game of the year at the end of the year, I'll be shocked. Yeah. Fallout really, 4. I, I don't even know whether that would persuade me otherwise. Fallout it's just brilliant. I honestly God think Duke and Chini would both, you know, both of you. I think I'm going to like this year Duke, about whether it's game of the year. Yeah. Somebody, Duke, somebody who's playing The Witcher 2 right now, Duke, yes. should I play The Witcher 2 because I have it for the 360 or should mm. I just fuck it No, out? I mean, I, again, like Stu said, I don't think it's really that essential. No, and it gives okay. you, it gives you a lot of backstory. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of backstory in this game. It keeps on adding little bits in. I mean, that's the thing that the Witcher games have always done is like, you know what? We want people to play the other ones, but it's not like absolutely life or death. And they'll fill in stuff because they do that with his. I don't know if they did it through memory this time, but it's always like my memory's coming back to me, Triss. Yeah, no. With this, you get like flashbacks. Yeah. So you get there little, you go. and and what's cool is you get to play as a spoiler. You get to play as other characters in the flashback okay. stuff, which is kind of cool in itself. Yeah. Um, it's just in general, it's just a bloody good game. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the, oh, I by the way, Fallout Four, Fallout Four, OMG, OMG. I know, I can see. Uh, I have got some little minor criticisms. Uh, one being the inventory system, but I think these sorts of games always struggle on inventory, and the best way to do it, yeah. it's not very. Too. Yeah, it's not very clear on what's what is actually junk and what's something you need to use. Yeah, because stuff in your junk will say magic item or can be used in alchemy or can be used in something. I'm like, ah, oh, so is that really junk then? I don't know. Do I sell this or do I keep it? What do I do with this thing? Do I stay or do I go? Exactly. Um, but like I say, it. I just cannot tell you how good this game is. It's just immense, and it just keeps getting better. The longer I play it, the more I want to play it good stuff do you know what i mean and I, and I keep going off and doing i mean my my like quest log is just full of shit i haven't done it's a bit like playing games in general yeah. <laughs> there's just yeah. just I'm, I'm playing like the main story quest but i've got a ton of shit i haven't See, even i will talked. say this about some games like they can it, it's it's possible for them to load you up with so many quests that it's just like i can't keep track of all this this is one of the things kingdom of kingdoms of amalur did not do very well is like let us you know, finish a quest before you start loading 20 more onto us. Yeah, I mean, do that you, at all? yeah, you kind of pick up a lot of quests because every time you go to a notice board and take everything off it, See, it'll why do you take everything off it, though? Because it, it unlocks all the, the sort of uh, unexplored areas on the map. So when finish you go to a notice board... See, you're just playing it wrong, that's all. <laughs> it'll it'll, <laughs> you know, it'll just put a what? ton of question marks. 
I used to hate what Mass Effect uh, 3 did, where you just walk past somebody and go, oh, yeah, I've lost my right, dog. Right, it's 58,000 right. light years away. And all of a sudden, that's the quest for me. It's like, fuck off. I ain't getting into that person's dog. Shit. And the, and the other problem uh, is you, you pick up a ton of quests and like some of the ones I've just picked up randomly are like level 26 quests, which I obviously cannot even go anywhere near doing yet. Yeah. No. Do you know what I mean? And they're just stuck in my quest log because until I'm level 26 or 24, 25, I can't even bother attempting them. Right. But then because I know I mean, one of them. Isn't it? Because you, you accept them all. Yeah, but then you don't know until you accept you them. So like, for instance, for instance, I went to, to an armor. Push <laughs> an armor at the baron's like um castle and i went chatting to him and then it had a bit of a do you make master armor little in yellow so i was like oh what's that so i like click on it and then he's like oh yeah if, if i had such and such a you know equipment and materials i could make you some really cool armor uh, and so like and then this woman's going oh yeah you need to get it from this cave in such and such a place so i was like oh that's cool i'll go and get this stuff um and then i clicks on it it's like level 26 but then i'm thinking even if i could do it now the likelihood is I can't even use the stuff I'm going to get. You know what I mean? Whatever I get from this quest is probably level 26 as well. So, yeah, so I've got a quest for that. I've got a quest for Cool Swords, which is similar, and that's another, like, level 24, 25 one. But I think, oh, well, when I get to those levels, I'll go and do those, and I'll get some cool shit. Um, The only other minor criticism I would have of this game is the uh, dialogue trees and the way it handles that. Because... I was so impressed with, you know, Mass Effect 3 when they started getting rid of dialogue options you'd already used. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you've made it the like a question and then it, it deletes it from your options. So there's no way of asking the same question again. Go through the same thing over and over. Yeah. In this game, if you inadvertently click on one of them, you just get the same like little cut scene yeah, with the dialogue. Want, we should be past that. Yeah. There's no need to have dialogue you've already spoken right. to still be available. It should just disappear once you you've done life. Hey, uh, have you guys seen Fallout 4, the trailer? Yeah, yeah. So, that I mean, that's the only other real... My, I mean, it is a minor, because I realized, like, oh, yeah, I've already asked that. I, they, they've tried to handle it. The way they do it is, when before you ask it, it's highlighted in yellow. Right. And then when you've asked it, it's gray. Yeah. But you can still click on it. And I'm just like, could he not have just made it well, so you Stu, stop clicking on things. It's great. <laughs> well, I don't. But it's just one of those things that yeah. irks you. You know, that the fact that it's still available yeah. when you know full well it shouldn't be there yes. anymore. Right. Um, but beyond that, it's frigging amazing. I can't believe yeah, how good this yeah. game is. Witcher 3, Witcher 3. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous so, yeah. to be getting this excited about a game, man. I know. So, yeah. yeah. But I can't recommend it enough. You know, if you're into RPGs or into third-person action games or if you like Red Dead Redemption, there is no reason you shouldn't play this game. There really isn't. Because yeah, it's really it's is. just a mishmash of all that shit put together and it's just looks and plays amazing. So, yeah. So, yeah, I love it. I really do love it. So, And I don't know what I'm yeah, going to do when, it's, when I get to the end. I've only got 300 hours worth of gameplay. What the fuck the am I going to do? Time soon. Why are you worried about what you're going to do? I know. What am I going to do then oh, when the 300 hours is done? I'm going to finish this game. But no, I mean, I mean, Antonio saying in some puzzle situations, listening back to audio, like, already heard helps. It doesn't in this game. A lot of it's just redundant. What's the weather like? Or whatever. I don't know. I've lost my cows. Um, and that's kind of it for me this week. So, Chinny, over to you. 
Uh, Righty ho. Uh, let's get the old thing ready. Um, yeah, so I've been playing uh, well, the, the, the free game on Xbox One. I, I finished Max Curse of the Brotherhood. Did I mention that last week? Oh, that's good. No, you, you mentioned it last week. You were playing it. Um, but you hadn't finished it. You hadn't finished it at that point. Uh, yeah, I've finished it now. Uh, very, very impressed with the ending. Really, really liked it. I think Max Curse of the Brotherhood is a little bit of a hidden gem. Everybody that I've come across that has played it, I think Bongo had mentioned that he played it, um, they've all said, oh yeah, Max Curse of the Brotherhood, fantastic game. So, really, really liked it. Great ending. Um, really cool mechanic that they, end, that, the, that they add at the end uh, when you find... Your brother's been kidnapped, basically. It's a very sort of Nickelodeon 2D... Well, you caused it, didn't you? As we, as we established last week, you're the, yeah, the little yeah. shit that and, and you, kidnapped. You obviously, you obviously find your brother at the end, but that's not the end of the, the game because he's trapped oh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a globe cage. So, obviously, he's a big Spoiler. ball, right? <laughs> so, he's a big ball, and you have to sort of manage this ball across all these different mechanics that you've been learning throughout the game. So, it's a very cool ending that I really, really enjoyed. Um, I played... Uh, oh, did I get the video up? Uh, there's a free game on Xbox Live. Um, I had no idea what it was. Um, and I just got it and played it. And that game is called Massive Chalice. I've heard of it. I have no idea what it is. Is there a cat or something? No, that's my chicken outside the window. Sorry. That is your chicken. That's our chicken, yes. That's brilliant. Do you get nice fresh eggs every day? Yes. Lovely. My aunt's chicken. chicken. Uh, And then when you've had your eggs, you can eat it. Mmm, tasty. Yes. Yeah, except if you you weren't a vegetarian. Right. Apart from Uh, that, carry on. So, yeah, I'll be playing a game called Massive Chalice. Uh, It's the free game on Xbox Live at the moment on the Xbox One. And for people that don't know, it's pretty much XCOM in a Game of Thrones-esque world. Ooh. All right. Okay. It's it's not bad, actually. So is is there tons of sex and gratuitous violence? No, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I just mean sort of the, the the world of Game of Thrones. I don't mean any plots or anything. All the all right, you mean like Middle Ages Yeah, yeah, it's a Middle Ages. It's made by Double Fine as well, Stu. So you, I think you might be impressed by it. Um, it certainly has a little bit of Double Fine's humour in as well. There's this massive chalice, and and it has two voices on it, and they're quite uh, comedic. Um, except Mr. Fish says, "I have a massive chalice." Who uh, right. Yes, I. I uh, you know, so you play it and you you got your squads and stuff. And there's a little bit of jargon in there. It takes a little bit of time to understand what the hell's going on, because um, it says you got to pick a person. I didn't really know. It didn't really make it clear that I was picking a person. Anyway, got through all that. It's essentially XCOM, but you're in a sort of Middle Ages environment. And there's a like another arching instead of you know in XCOM. Did you play XCOM too? I played a little bit of it. I played the demo, I think. I never played the full game, but and, I did play it. And, and Duke, I don't know where you stand on XCOM. I think he's killing the chicken. No, I, I, I was that so that we wouldn't hear it. Um, I actually bought XCOM because I played it a little bit, and I thought it was all right, and I will play it again someday. So that's where I am with it. Yeah, I, like, so, I mean, I like I like the aesthetics of, of XCOM, and I certainly like the the way it was presented. You know, it was kind of cool, and you did feel like it was in this like Cold War, you know, yeah. like era. 
And I like that. I like that about it. You know what I mean? No, it was it was cool. I I, I never sort of really clicked with me, and and I don't think this game is really clicking with me either. Like to be honest, out of the two aesthetics, XCOM is much more sort of my street than this one. Yes. Um, but it's 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 a it's you know it's it's a good game. I, I was I was sort of getting into it. I was playing it. I was enjoying it. I got it. Uh, but the overarching sort of hub world in XCOM is this ant farm type. Um, HQ, you know, where you have to build like generators and different things. Whereas in this game, it's like a 3D land, and you have to stop the infection. So you have to stop um, like the enemy sort of invading the land. So you have to place down towers and have little battles across the land. Uh, so it's a bit of a different mechanic there. So it's not completely like XCOM, but so it's got its own take on the hub world. But the gameplay, the actual on the ground stuff. Is yeah, it's XCOM with bows and arrows, and you see, you know, I mean, I mean, to me, it reminds me a little bit of the Banner Saga, mm. but just doesn't look as cool. Well, the the, the art style is very interesting. It's, it's low poly art, uh, so it's you know it's really pointy faces, and um, you know you can see like the edges of of the of the polygons and stuff. Um, so it's you know it's it's not for everyone. It's certainly like a a um, a style. Uh, I, I think it's pretty good. I, and, and Double Fine are very, they make very well polished games, always quite funny. So, yeah, not bad. Not bad for, for a free game. So, if XCOM was your shit and you do have an Xbox One, uh, or if, even if you, I think it's available on other things, um, you're just interested in I know playing it's on Steam. Again. I haven't really played it, but I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, XCOM 2 was announced uh, this week. Yeah, so, well, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little, just hang little on, bit. Kidding, of, come on. Little bit of I knew, I knew, you know what? My brain just said, Mike, don't mention XCOM 2 because she's don't mention go, it oh, yet. Mention Hold it your horses, horse. We can't. For the we can't do things out of even work. though we talked. No, even though we talked about Fallout 4 for about an hour. Oh my god, Fallout 4! Have you seen the trailer? It looks so awesome. Oh my god! Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah, it, you know. So if you're hankering for some XCOM and you you can't wait till XCOM 2, then you know this is a nice stopgap. I think. I, I think this is a it's a good take on it. Um, yes, but I've I've started another game as well, uh, which I think you finished. Stu, I have I have finished this game. Yes, I know but exactly you what you're talking about. Got stuck on a part of it. This game is uh, one part Metro, nearly screwed me big time. Metro twenty thirty three. No, it is. Mm. I think I, this is what where I stand on Metro twenty thirty three. I'm playing the deluxe version, so. There are yeah. certain elements of this one um, that are different to, you know, the the version that you played. Um, Absolutely. I mean, the, the nice thing about 2033 Redux is that they've taken the whole of the control scheme and the way you do stuff from from Metro Last Light and just put it all into 33. It's not. I mean, they 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 put a lot of work into this. It's not just a, a sort of let's up res the graphics. This is like a, a full overhaul of everything. Which is cool in itself. Is, uh, so, uh, what's different from Last Light to Thirty Three? So I know. So, the so difference? the biggest dif- yeah, the biggest differences that they've done is they've they've made the gas mask a bit more durable. They've also added in more availability of filters and all that sort of stuff. 
So they've added all that in, which wasn't in the original 33. Um, they've added a, a mechanic, which again wasn't in, in 33, where you can wipe it. So you can, so if you get shit on it, you can actually clear it more yeah. easily. That's one of so my favourite all... features of the yeah. game. Is that wasn't in the original 33. Yeah, that wasn't in the original 33. Uh, the yeah. inventory system is the same as last light, so that's been a lot more streamlined and stuff like that. And uh, just oh, generally, great, the I controls. Fucking hate the inventory system. Brilliant. Well, it's all right. I mean, the controls are just generally a lot sharper. Do you know what I mean than right. they, than they were originally? Okay, so th- there's there's we'll flash back about five years here, where where Stu got stuck on a moment, which I played today, I I finished the game today, where you have to knock a chandelier into a door. Correct. Now I only, only yes. knew about. Like, I would have got stuck on this exactly the same. It's not Stu being dumb. It is the game just dicking you over, which it did a few times in the game. Because and you know what? there was I another moment. The reason right? I figured it out is because I remember Stu talking about it. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't there tell you. It moment. gives you no indication you to do what you need to do. I, n- I was never told that I could burn cobwebs. Yep. Yeah. I, the game never told me that I could burn spiderwebs at all, right? And... Um, there's a bit on a train to burn spider webs sometimes. There's yeah, a bit I mean, on a in train. Last Light, again, in Last Light, it tells you, but it doesn't, the game doesn't tell you, you know, the, the companion character you're with, he goes, hey, Artyom, you need to burn these with your lighter. You know, so he actually tells you what to do. Yeah. Well, so, I, I, I'm, I'm, there's a bit on the train, there's a bit on the train on this, on Metro 2033. I've yeah. walked on, and this guy, he's all spiritual, all this stupid shit. All right. And he's, he's walking along, and there's just loads of cobwebs. In front, and I can't progress any further. I'm just like, what the hell? And I was I was running around and I was there for ages and I was like, this game's fucking stupid. I can't, I can't, I don't know where to go. And there was and, and eventually I, I I I looked on YouTube and someone just got a lighter out. But I wasn't the only one. You know, there's plenty of people on yeah. YouTube. Well, that's yeah. the reason why the video existed because you know the comments yeah. were all like, oh, thank God for this. I can't believe it's so simple. And and, and that. that there's an error there, you know. There's a reason why all yeah, those people yeah. went to YouTube to look for it. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other thing, as well, there's there's just a few other things in the game where it wasn't, it just wasn't really clear where to go. And and there was another moment, and I think um, Gangu Crimes, Andrew Gould was watching me on Twitch play this, where I got to a roof of a building, and there's this, you know, those big fucking winged monster things. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just really hard to kill, and I spent ages trying to kill this one. Right, and then I just went, you know what? Fuck this! I can't be bothered, and I just sort of went past it. And Andrew Gold messaged me on Facebook and said, "I don't think you need to kill that one." And it just wasn't clear, and even that building no. wasn't very clear to navigate through. And it was just, you know, because you're walking up like slants of concrete that just looked like debris. It was really confusing. Yeah. So and was, there that, was a lot was of that moments. The part where you're in the library, because that's my one of my favourite bits of the game. I love that bit. What where you? Yeah, where where you, you you've got to look at the the the, the weird. Big fat monsters. Yeah, you you meet the librarian and they are freaking shit ton hard to kill. Yeah, <laughs> the bloody yeah. librarians. Yeah, I, uh, well, you can't kill them, can you? Yeah, no, oh, no, you can kill them. Well, I didn't kill one of them because they're just huge, and I just yeah. like, I can't bother with this. And and yeah, you can kill. Them. Uh, yeah, I, I I really I think the reason why I didn't get on with this game is because my expectations level were a bit high. I think I, I, people always regard Metro. Carl um, uh, Adams said, uh, "You must be just a better gamer than me if you killed one." It's true. It's um, true. 
<laughs> and Fraser, Fraser's right. I do have a posse move. I, I will try and yeah, uh, reduce. But hey, I don't smoke or drink or do drugs, so whatever. Yep. Uh, Swearing is his only vice. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, so fuck you. The uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, there's there's a lot of moments in the game where I, I think my expectancy level was really people guard Metro as a really good game. Last Light is sort of slightly better from what I've heard. It, no, but Last Light is, is like, a lot better. But people always say like Metro 2033, it's a great game. It's a great game, and I'm not saying that the world isn't you know quite sort of well realised. There are touches of the game that I, I really appreciate. I think I think the story's told pretty well. You know, it's a simple sort of you've just got to get there, you know, which I sort of like. I know that's simplifying it a little bit too much, but essentially it is just like you need to get from A to B. And Yeah, I mean, I can, they've taken know. that sort of Half-Life 2 journey sort of gameplay. It is that kind of yeah, you're on a journey it, from one place to another. It is it is, it is janky as, as F. Sorry, Frank. I don't yeah. want to yeah, oh, yeah. Um Because there are moments where I saw a beast and... Um, Bongo says, I just want to say, hello, Chinny really is the best one. Thank you very much, Bongo. No, Here's your five. Um, everybody's pouring in there because it's nine o'clock. And everybody I know the, the only thing we're about to start, we nearly finished. Yeah. For the yeah. next three weeks, the podcast is going to be at seven o'clock on a Sunday, okay? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, deal with it. Uh, we got lives, you know. <laughs> right. So, the, 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 yeah, the, the, I, I liked Metro. I, I thought it was good. I, I just feel like that it was a bit. It, some, in some areas, it just felt really poor, you know, and in others, it just really, really well realised. Like I, I believe the characters because they, there's parts of the characters where they they joke and they and they in, they get to a place and they just get pissed and sometimes you know some of the dialogue was quite natural, um, even though like the bad Russian accent aside, like what they're saying were quite natural. Um, there was a part in the you game see, where like you see, I was sad. I was sad that I didn't play it in the best of ways. Because a lot of people say the play best Russian way to play the Metro. Yeah, play it with Russian language and, and English subtitles, yeah. and it's just a better game somehow. I did scroll through the languages. I was going to play it in Spanish just for, for lols, um, but I didn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really like any of the weapons as well. There's, the, there's these weapons that you can pump up, and I yeah, really didn't enjoy doing yeah, that weapons. at all. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. I thought that was too stressful. There's too much going on. And the enemies as well. You 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 have to fight these big fat stupid dogs all the time, right? These beast dog things, yeah. right? And they are. I don't find them fun to fight at all. They're just stupid beast dogs <laughs> that run at you. And then there's other ones introduced that are slightly smaller, all right? And they do hide, so they do have a little bit of intelligence about them. But they're annoying. As flip, See, they, yeah, they are. I can't, I can't disagree with you. And again, in Last Light, there's less of that sort of frustrating. You're doing gameplay. the same thing that you do with Witcher. I'm talking about I'm the game. You, yeah. you're about the the game. The sequel's better. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the sequel. I've got the sequel. Well, get it played, man. Play the sequel. Stop playing the game you're playing. Play the other game. Yeah, that's a lot like it. Play Last Light. It's better. If I've got Metro Redux, I'm not going to just skip the first game and play the second game. I you. Let me get to the sequel myself. I'm talking about this game. You mean like stupid? I certainly do. I mean stupid. Jesus brilliant. Christ. Yes, can I help you? The Witcher 4. The Witcher 4 is going to be fantastic. Um, <laughs> 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 
they had, they had these other stupid little dogs, right? And they hide. Yep. And there was a part of the game where you had to carry this kid on the back. But I didn't realise he was on my back. And I was just wondering for the next 10 minutes, why does my fucking controller feel like it's lagging as fuck? All right? And then I realised, then I keep hearing this kid's voice. There's one over there. Look out behind you. I was like, where the fuck is this kid? Cortana where is he? Now all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I realised, he's, he's on my back, the cheeky bastard. Yeah. I didn't ask him yeah. on my back. And, and then he was on my back. There was just a lot of moments where I was just like, is yeah. this what I'm supposed to do? Is this the way I'm supposed to go? And and to be honest, I, I, know, I know I'm sort of contradicting myself here, right? Um, it, it did make me want to play Fallout. I don't know if that's because the Fallout trailer got released as well, and this is <laughs> post-apocalyptic, and it's not ground. And it's far to um, game. I, I, Ooh, I said it. Ooh. Metro 2033 is a lot more linear than I thought it would be. Yep. Um, very linear. It's very linear. However, however right, uh, I, I, I don't know why, right, but I, I sort of regard Fallout as a, you know, as a, as a, it's, it's like a, Terrible beauty to it, isn't there? There's there's, yeah. there's something horrible about where you are, but there's something really sort of beautiful about where you are. Whereas Metro, I don't get any of that. I go up to the sky. I suppose because it's so depressing when you get to the surface, but you go up to the sky and it is just grim. This whole game is grim, and I get it. It's supposed to be that, but it's not really an environment where I want to be for ten hours. Right, I hear you. And the other thing I felt I, sorry. I, the other thing I felt when I was playing Metro third twenty thirty three is that. I felt like I, I mean, when I play Fallout 3, I feel like I'm a beast and I can go around and slaughter things. And, you know, you have that in moments in Metro, but most of the time I felt like, I gotta make sure I get enough oxygen. I'm running, I'm all, I have like four bullets, and it felt like I was very desperate during this game. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you're right. I, and I, I don't know, and, and just a, a, an extra note, I don't know what the fuck the night vision was for. It never worked. And I, and, and I actually, the only time I had a relapse light. The only time I ever used that was when I was sneaking through the Russian the, the Russian station area and you have to sneak around and take them out by well, stealth I, and I stuff like that. On. I put it on and it didn't work. It would flash up for a second and it would fucking go, right? I saw, oh, I I, I saw one of those that. dog enemies. Oh. I saw one of those dog enemies frozen. He was alive. My cursor went, 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 went red when I put my cursor over him. I stabbed him. He was making grunting noises. I made a clip of it on my Xbox One. He was alive. He was just frozen. He wasn't moving. Um, there's, I, I, I didn't like the weapons. I couldn't, you know, the timer on your watch, right? Yep. I couldn't fucking see it. I couldn't see it for some <laughs> reason. I couldn't see the fucking thing. Right? I have to like move the controller down a little bit, and then I figured no, out. There was, a, there's a button, isn't? Yeah, there's a button yeah, you press. LB and up and have a look. But like, why? It's it's just out of frame at the bottom of the thing, and I, I did, you know, when the game asks you where the edges of the screen is, I did all that correctly, right? And I, like, it's just a of screen. Why, why have it on my watch when I've got my gun out and I can't see it? Why? Ah, oh, just annoys the shit out of me. It's, really <laughs> it's just stupid. They do it a lot better in Last Lives um, out here. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Last Lives. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I, I, I do have. It's the Redux. So I do have Metro Last Light just sitting there. I don't want to go to it just yet. I want to give myself yeah. a break. I've got Tomb Raider Definitive Edition sitting here. Um, nice. Uh, because remember my long lost so. brother. Remember my long yeah. lost brother, Chris from Void Games. Well, he might have acquired it, and then I might have acquired it. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I've got that. Scene. I have already played it too. But the thing you have it too. 
it's I still I don't I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this about Tomb Raider, Stu, but it's fucking yeah. sick, right? And Do you know what I was I played, right? Retro- yeah, go on. I was going to say when I when I put my new fancy graphics card in, I loaded up Tomb Raider to test it out. You know, see if I could do the Tref F- Tref SX or whatever the hell it's called her stuff. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give this a whirl. And then an hour and a half later, I was still playing. I was like, oh, shit, I've been playing this for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and it is good. You forget just you know how that, good it is. You know that hair thing that you do on the PC, like yeah, dynamic yeah. hair or whatever? I always think the hair looks weird because it, it looks like it's moving for no reason. It looks like it's alive, yeah, yeah. the hair. It I showed looks- Billy and I'm like, look at this. It does this fancy hair thing. And she's like, that just looks weird. <laughs> it does look weird. It, it does, does look weird. It um, it's just because uh, you can do something doesn't mean you should. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Metro 23. The good thing about Metro 2033 is that the enemies have ragdoll physics. Which leads to hilarious deaths by some of the, <laughs> the beach dog thing now and again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to play Tomb Raider. I'm going to play Limbo as well. I've got Limbo because uh, I want to play that again. I want to play some. Look, Duke does with his time. Classics, man. Duke's Go back to is very valuable, right? So what Duke does is he goes always goes back to his comfort zone, steps out of it now and again because he might find something great, but goes back because he knows that his time is very precious to him and he wants to play something that he likes. So I'm going to play two games. That I love next um, because I love them. So oh, and Tomb Raider will be next for me. But Metro 2033. I'll finish off Metro 2033, and it, it's 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 not terrible, but there are many things that I didn't like about it, um, yeah. and I think I, I think it just missed the mark. Uh, I'll be I will joking aside. I am interested in last night and sort of how what the lessons they learned from it and playing them so close. It might be quite interesting for me as well because i'll spot them quicker very good very good boom. yeah so yeah uh, boom is that it you all done yeah yeah that's it right. I, I haven't played much else. well we've got we have got time and i mean time for just a very some very quick news because we're, we're sort of really long already. putting news first fallout 4 trailer has been released okay time. fallout 4 yeah fallout 4 is coming Woo-hoo! oh my god oh my god oh my god fallout 4 ah! I think I'm just a little bit. What to discuss? Okay, other quick news. XCOM 2 has been announced and will be a PC exclusive. Yeah. Uh, XCOM 2 will be a PC exclusive. Controversial. That. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, because, like, obviously... I'm sorry, I missed it. What's the controversy? uh, It's PC only. It's only PC. Well, I can PC. see that being frustrating for people who don't have PCs. <laughs> Greg DeLacy is going to be very upset about this, I should imagine. Greg DeLacy does have a gaming PC. Does he now? Does he? Oh, has he got well, one Well, he has ah. a PC that can play games. Whether it's a gaming PC might be a bit of a stretch, but he has a PC. <laughs> has he ever taken a hacksaw to it? Because if not, it's not yeah, a real game. That, yeah, it's not real, man. <laughs> Greg DeLacy, you have graduated the PC Master Race because you have gotten hacksaw... Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, do you want to think, if you look, if you look about halfway down, the, there is a quote as to why it has to be PC only. So if you want to want to read that, uh, in your, oh yeah, I very, even clicked on your very best Geordie accent, uh, I would go with for this one. Okay, I'm just gonna wait for the. Uh, for the uh, right, what time? Where, where is it? Second paragraph, halfway down. Where is it? 
It's 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 just under if you if you look so it's just under the first sort of where the trailer is. There's a little quote it's there saying the Asawa. Yeah. Where's the quote? Oh, uh, or Jake's it's on. Yeah, it starts with when we looked at what we wanted to do with the sequel. Okay. When we looked at what we wanted to do with the sequel, we had all these very, very ambitious goals. Uh, said Solomon on his must-have list. Uh, High-fidelity characters and environments, better-looking destruction, physically-based rendering, and uh, crown jewel, and the crown jewel he wanted to get in into Enemy Unknown but couldn't. Uh, procedurally generated maps. To do that, we had to use all our studio expertise. Like that means Sharon across the road, and um, the expertise is PC, and we don't give a fuck about console peasants. Like there you go, there you go. So yeah, I mean, and that's the reason. And I'm I'm guessing from what he's saying, Greg probably won't be able to run this on his PC unless it's a pretty decent one, because it sounds like they've pushed it, like, to the max, haven't they? They really wanted to make this to look amazing. Max. To the max! So, it'd be interesting to see the sales on this, to be honest. Oh, know, I think, it, I think it'll still like. sell well, but obviously, you know, you're limiting your audience, aren't you, as soon as you put it PC only? Yeah, I mean, you know obviously, I mean? PC gaming market is very healthy, um, I, but, but I know XCOM was a very successful game on on pretty much everything so yeah 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 it's it's it, it's just interesting that they've gone pc only i mean it's not a complete um unknown unknown territory um that uh games go pc only indie games do pc only most of the time and they're fine so i don't know it's yeah. interesting just to see what their choice and 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 it would also be interesting to see how much they can push it and that will sort of let us know how how hindered games are if they do go on the consoles you know so they, they've got complete freedom on, on the specs here yeah. um you know it's quite cool yeah so it is interesting right what else some more quick news what else have we got um i don't know if we've heard but fallout 4 is coming out oh, uh, it's fallout. oh my god it's fallout yeah, 4 coming out. i never knew oh. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I think you need another pow on the end of that clip, Duke. I don't know why. It just <laughs> it always feels like you need another pow. Because you missed the first one because you're playing it. So Anyway. Um, well, i got to stop it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll add it yeah. later. Uh, there's much speculation on Fallout was revealed this week. Um, but we don't know when it's coming out. No one knows when it's going to come out. But um, massive speculation on it might be this year. We talked about this earlier on the show. Yeah, we talked yeah. about it. Move on, move on. Yeah. We talked about it. Move on, move on. That it's going to be sick. Steam introduces refunds. Ruck, 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 refunds. The only thing I'll say about this is that um, Brianna Wu said on Twitter that it can really hurt indie developers because oh, yeah. you get a refund if you haven't played it for two hours. But some yeah, indie yeah, games, less than two hours. right? Some yeah. indie games, it doesn't take two hours to play them. So you play them, and then you get your money back. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, but they, they've said now whether they're going to stick to the word or not. They've said if people start spamming that, they will realize and they'll stop refunding the games. Yeah, that I know. I just, for. I think it has. I think she's right. Has, I mean, it's a good. I think as a consumer, I like it because you know, if I buy a game and it's crap and I uninstall it right away, 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind having my money back for Breed. I think I think this I think this is more in the territory of when a game doesn't work on day release because of a bad patch or yeah. because of multiplayer. You know what I mean? This or is you, more yeah, of a like a say that that's not going to be the the standard that they use. I mean, that might be what it's intended for, but yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's you know when a really bad game launch goes out, well, they can refund it. It's no problem. It's no problem. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas now they have to sort of compromise it with, oh well, we'll give you a season pass for free, or we'll give you free DLC, which might be more hurtful for a game developer because they have to spend months making a DLC for no money. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's um, could be a win-win. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. All right, moving on. Um, um, there's not yeah, much else on. to say about that, is there? It's just no, I don't mean there's anything um, else to say. Surprise, surprise. Uh, hey, hey, guys, do you want another master collection? Because Uncharted uh, Nathan Drake collection has been announced. There is no... Um, see, this is just sheer money grabbing. Let's put that... No, no, I, I absolutely no. disagree. What? No. I do, because what you've got to think about here, I do, and this is something you've got to consider. There were a lot of people last generation that didn't own a PS3. And as this was a PS3 exclusive, those people who have then later on gone and bought a PS4 who never got to play these games now have a way of playing anything. And these are the best games that came out. I'm not denying that. I just. (sighs) So why wouldn't you? I don't have any problem with this at all. I really don't. If they did that with every game that came out on the PS3? Yeah, exclusive, though. I think that's fine. If it was an exclusive game... The Resistance games, really? You want them to re-release the Resistance games? The third one, it'd be fine. Stop it. (laughs) The third one was was really, really good. Make it backwards compatible or don't bother with this. This is just money grabbing. I I totally disagree with you. I don't think it is at all. It is money grabbing, mate. Come on. No, I think this is it's cool. I'm I'm up for this. You I really am up for it. this. I'm, I do. You do. You, I love you those just games. Just you don't sound like your goddamn last gen system, and you can play it again anytime you want. It's like wow, better graphics. Wow. Oh my god! You could play all three games without having to switch discs. Oh my god! I think it depends on price. <laughs> if this comes out and it's it's the price of a regular game, I'll say like you know thirty five or forty pounds instead of full price. You know that might not be too terrible. Three games for forty quid. Do you know what I mean? And for those yeah, people I say, dumb. those people who never had and like had a PS3 before. You're thinking of all the poor people. Oh, think about how bad it would be if. You yeah, well, you know what? That's fine. Look, they get a chance to play no, what I'm, was. I'm not. I'm not completely the enemy here. I'm. I'm a hypocrite because you know if they released a Gears of War one, two, and three. <clears> I'm only thing, just saying, I'd... like you know, but <clears throat> Halo. Halo Master Halo? Chief Collection. I don't want to be, and I'm playing Tomb Raider for fuck's sake soon. So exactly. I'm not a complete hypocrite, but I I don't want to delude myself that it uh, Master Chief Collection. I said they really wanted me to play them again. No, they want to yeah, make really. cash. Oh yeah, dog. Of course, there I is think an Stu element. recognizes that, but he's just saying there's also a goodness that comes out of this. I don't yeah, think there's people I think who get access to this. Maybe we can't release Uncharted problems. 4 this year, guys. Uh, what should we tell the bosses? I don't and know. Uh, <clears> John, John, <throat> have you G- GTA you 5? Anyone? The, uh... GTA 5? Anybody? GTA 5? Hey, GTA 5? GTA 5? Anybody? Boy. Anybody? GTA 5? Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. GTA 5. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> thing to man. <laughs> Look, you can't have double standards here. Sure, you can. Well, they and I know yeah, someone else who bought GTA 5 also. They have they, they've mm. released many free DLCs for for GTA 5. They have first person in there. They upgraded everything. 
It's it's a different game. Shut up. Well, and they're not doing this with this then. They're not, they're no. not having a different game mode. <laughs> no, but they're not resing everything, but oh, 60 resin. frames a second and all that sort of stuff. No. GTA 5 is the best thing now to man. Rockstar, the, the oh, most generous, okay. generous developers you, in the world. Look, if it, if it makes you sleep okay and not having those double standards, that's absolutely... <laughs> all right, we're done with this. Let's move on. Ah, move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's only one more thing spots. I would like you to cover. There is something I would like you to cover before we, we go to emails and stuff, uh, which is her story. I don't know whether you've heard about this. Uh, her story? Her, as in her, as in female her, not her, as in head her, that I normally say as her. her. Story. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll read this out. Okay. Her this, story this, sounds like I a... think this is going to be amazeballs. I really do. Her story and that was a really bad like... phrase to use. <laughs> Will you just shut the fuck up? Right. Okay. okay. I'm shitting. I'm shitting. Her story <laughs> is an upcoming adventure game that revolves around a series of fictional police interviews from 1994. It's headed to the PC, Mac, and iOS on June 24th and will cost just five dollars. Fueled by live-action video, features actress Viva Stewart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Mm. Uh, her story asks you to dig through uh, archived video files in old police database in an old police database to try and piece together a mystery uh, missing persons investigation. FMV games or full motion video games were once hailed as technology, technological, advanced, and futuristic back in the day. Classic games like Spycraft, The Seventh Quest, and the game that Duke hates, Night Trap. Utilize live action video and actors for some or all sequences, but weren't as popular or as practical once more improved 3D graphics capabilities began rolling round. Her story creator Sam Barlow, not related to Gary, believes FMV games failed because they were afraid to stray from traditional game elements and experiment with the form. Barlow is best known for his brother Gary. Oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, he made Silent Hill Shattered Memories, which is one of my favourite Silent Hill games. So I've got big, I've got big hopes for this. Um, yeah, what, and I, what I would do, what I would do, Stu, if I was you, is I would really hope, bring your hype and hope up really high, and then you'll probably <laughs> find which you find out it's shit. Yeah, I don't think it will be. I don't need for the beat. Do you not Thank think you, though? It's kind of, kind of a really interesting premise to it's an interesting dig premise. through. Yeah, to dig through all these old police interviews to try and figure out what the hell went on and piece together the mystery and work it out for yourself. You know you're lying to me! Don't fucking lie to me! I think it's going to be cool. I mean, if they've got the interviews really well and the acting's good and believable, then this could be really, really good. If if it's got that old FMV really shit acting, then there's a problem. So I think 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 if the game has shit acting, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Like you, 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 you relied on the acting, aren't you? You know. You, yeah. You, you, and with this, there's not going to the be acting. any of that. Any of that. Click a button, and then it cuts to another bit of FMV that makes it no, try and look like not. it's no, because you're just digging through individual files and looking at them. I think it could be interesting. I'm, I'm hoping it'll, it'll live up to the premise really, because I think it's, it's kind of a cool, it's something different, you know, something that we've never had before. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it in that sense. So, yeah, we'll see. Even my wife, I said to Kay the other night, the other night I said, you may even like this game because she's always wanted to be a spy or detective. You know, when she were a kid, that's what she wanted to be. 
So I think this would intrigue you, you know, if you're the one trying to solve the mystery, you know, and doing it by digging. And it wouldn't be presented to her like a traditional video game. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I'm going to see if I can get her to play and see what she thinks. So, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. That's kind of all the time we've got for news, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So we are going to do some emails. Uh, we've we've only got one tonight, uh, so we'll we will do this uh, from our very regular emailer Derek Signs, who has been away. I think he's been away on holiday because we haven't had one off him for a couple of weeks, but he's obviously back. So here we go. He says, uh, "I want the digital world and everything in it." Uh, hello again, veteran gamers. Hello, hello. Uh, uh. Uh, I just listened to the latest Game Punchers podcast and Fraser mentioned both the veteran gamers and my last email to your show, the one about swearing in podcasts. It just goes to show that despite what Greg DeLacy says, Canadians aren't all that bad. Uh, June the 10th is hopefully the day I get unlimited broadband installed by BT after having an internet download cap for a number of years. Uh, I didn't want to be let loose on the internet without some advice, so I mistakenly asked a friend, John, who is happy to be your friend if he doesn't have to work too hard at it, uh, something he himself has admitted several times. Uh, John said, uh, what would Adolf Hitler do? Uh, what would Jesus Christ do? The idea being that your answer would fall somewhere between the two. I suppose Hitler would listen intently to any advice and completely ignore it and do what he had intended to do in the first place. Uh, Jesus would also listen intently to any advice and then do whatever God told him to do. Uh, note to self, don't ask John for any advice in future. Then I thought, why not go to the experts, the people who know about internet stuff, uh, who are always clued up and one step ahead of the game? Obviously, I thought of the veteran gamers. Uh, do you know any of these internet stuff experts who are clued up and are one step ahead of the game? Only kidding. Uh, I have to assume the veteran gamers all have unlimited broadband, so my question to VG Crew is, what are the blessings and pitfalls, if any, of an unlimited digital download future? Cheers, Derek Lawnmower Man Sains. Oh, there you go. Um, pro pros and cons of an unlimited download future. I don't think there's any cons. Well, is there? the cons is that there's no selling of used games, and I have always appreciated used media, whether it's movies, music, or games. And I, I am honestly sad to see that go. So what you're saying is, if he if he downloads his games rather than buying physical copies now, because he can just download them quick smart and doesn't have any caps then he's, he's losing out on that sort of physical copy and the trading value of said game. Well, that's the thing, is that, like, yeah, I don't care so much about having the physical copy, but I do think that trading used things... I mean, look, it's, it just makes sense, right? When your pants wear out, like, you donate them, to, or if you don't wear a certain pants, or you don't, you know, you outgrow them or whatever... Like, it just makes sense for you to pass them along, for us to have more life to the things that we buy than just buy it once and then you throw it away when you're done. And I know that it's a digital thing and we're not worried about, you know, adding to a landfill with them. But I, I like the idea of getting some more value out of it ourselves and letting someone else experience it for cheaper. Yeah. That said, yeah. you know, digital games obviously go on sale much more often and you can get Braid for $2, whereas on the Xbox, the cheapest it's ever gotten probably is 5 so that's good. 
Yeah, I mean, there are pros and cons as, as regards digital gamage. Uh, I'm not sure what he plays on, so I don't know whether he's, he's on a PC or... Yeah, we need no info, yo. Uh, or console. Um... But yeah, I mean the, the 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 pros, I guess, are all the faster internet speeds. You know, you've got you don't have to worry about your cap anymore. You don't have to worry about download. I mean, and the other the other biggest thing about having unlimited broadband now for yourself is, I mean, let's be honest here. You download some of these modern games. You're talking fifty gigs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Forty gigs, fifty gigs per game. You set it up the night before, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, with your cap in the past, you know, you'd have been like, shit, you know, I can't download that game because it's gonna go way over my cap, and then you throttle your speed, and it's coming down at like one meg, and you know, all that jive is what they do. Um, so you know, that's 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 what's brilliant about having unlimited. You don't have to worry about any of that shit. Now, what you've got to just be aware of, though, just be aware of this. Even unlimited, sometimes have um, restrictions. So you just need to read the small print because often when you get unlimited broadband, they do ha- they do su- still have fair usage uh, rules in place. Yeah. So you just need to to make sure that unlimited really does mean unlimited. Right. Uh, and what that usually entails again is is throttling of your speed when you've downloaded over a certain amount of stuff. Right. You know they they have fair usage stuff in place, but these days, depending on what package you bought, it's not as much of an issue as it used to be. You know. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and I think <laughs> I think that's it for that email. So thank you very much. Uh, before we get to shout outs, we have got a new iTunes review. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, you want them iTunes reviews? And it's from. Yeah, it does definitely work better. Uh, It's from Brian85, and he says this brilliant show, guys. Five stars. He said, uh, thought I'd leave a review just to hear the iTunes theme. Really enjoy the show, though. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, So thank you. It is. It is a good good jingle. I've got to say, it is one of my favorite jingles that we have. It is. So there you go. Well well done you so thank you very much for that and if you, if you want to hear your name mentioned and stuff sorry, read out wait, on the show which jingle was the best one uh the itunes theme oh he stuff. said that or you said that no he said that oh sweet well he didn't say it was the best one he said thought i'd leave a review just to hear the itunes oh, okay. theme gotcha, i gotcha, I got you. really enjoy the show yes though. thank That's you what he said. there you go yes and i said yeah it's a good theme we like the theme um so yeah but if you want to hear your name read out and you love that jingle also you know, uh, leave us a review and we'll play it. It doesn't matter where you live. I do regularly check Australia. I check Canada and I also check USA. So I do check in all the regular places where we have listeners. Congo. I I have I haven't done that. I have been known uh, to check the French one and sort of foreign line just to see on the off chance that someone would have left one, but never they never know. have them. They you never. Have. I have a look, but no one ever lives on our phone country. So there you go. That was a terrible terrible thing um so yeah yeah so so yeah leave us a review and we'll read it out on the you'll get to hear that awesome theme again yeah awesome theme too you don't get to hear it unless you leave that's the only time we're gonna play it is when people give a review so it is true it is true all right next uh some shout outs and get the hell out all right yo 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 you want some i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i
It's time for a shout out. Hey! Actually, I pressed the wrong button. Question. Sorry. Ah, that's funny. Uh, okay. Over to you. Duke. Yes, my shout outs are as follows. Yeah, if you're thinking, I'll bet Duke just says that because he's not ready to go and he's stalling for time. You're correct. Okay, so Evil Shredder, thank you for letting me know about Lego Worlds, and Seth McNitt for letting me know about the Fallout 4 trailer drop, trailer drop, and thank you, Stu, for letting me know about the countdown, and thanks to Verbal Rob for being my human Google link during the Fallout 4 breakdown, and thanks to everybody who has been tweeting me about my PC dying, and Toxic Shock was tweeting me about something, I don't remember what, but I think he was having problems with his PC. And everybody who listens and everybody who watches, and Chinny and Rich for doing the thing with me, and everybody who watched me uh, go through Minecraft, and all that stuff. And special shout-out also to Bethesda, whoop, 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 for being awesome and making the best game ever, which is Fallout 4. I'm ready to say it. It's even better than, well, I don't know if I can say it's better than Skyrim, but it's going to be awesome. Ooh, dude. That's going to be the real question. On that point, on that point, Duke, do you think, because obviously there's going to be mods and all sorts of shit coming out for this, yeah. do you think this is going to take over from Skyrim? I mean, for a while, but here's the thing. Um, Fallout has never been the pleasant place that the Elder Scrolls has been. Tamriel is a nice place to spend time in. And Fallout 3, for as fun and as awesome as it is, I don't like living in a, you know, in the best place, Tenpenny Palace, it's still a horrible, horrible place to be. So I don't think... What it, about, what about spoilers, if there was a place like the Oasis in Fallout 3? Now that's interesting. That's a good question. Yeah, you know what? If they had a town where they rebuilt and actually got some actual nature, yeah. I'm oh man, see, you got me. I don't. Know. Oh, you just keep something. Yeah. Um. Right. Personally, I would like to shout out Ian Chadwick. Oh yeah. Uh, Chapsticky from all the way from Australia, mate. He's from Australia. Yeah. G'day, mate. Uh, he said it's nearly been a hundred episodes since three of my favorites, the music specials. Episodes 1, 8, 4, 8, 5, and 8, 6. So there you go. He liked the music special. That's a long time ago now, isn't it? Jesus, that's like nearly two years ago. Damn. Uh, that we did those. Damn. Uh, so thank you for that. And I'm also going to shout out Richard Natras, who was on the Same Coin podcast. He was a special guest. They had a special birthday show. So they were on for like hours and hours. Right. Uh, and he was a special guest on there. And he gave us a shout out. Uh, but did say that they were his favourite show, but that's fine. Look, that's fine. We don't necessarily have to be your, your top well, you've show. You've got to lie when you're on the show, haven't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so a little shout-out to him, and just a general shout-out to everybody who's been in the chat tonight and listening live, and all that jive, and over to you, Chinny. I ain't shouting no one out. Fuck them. I'm only joking. Um, uh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, right, yeah, I'll share it. Everybody wait, 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 let me play. Wait, wait. That's the way you real diva like the closet. I will share it. Everybody that was watching me um, play Metro 2033 on the Twitch, I do appreciate people coming in and watching not only me, but Duke as well. And sometimes Stu will grace us with his presence on Twitch. I do, um, I do. It's really good. You know, it's, it's a bit of fun. Uh, if you want to sort of find out when we're on, when we're on Twitch, uh, Facebook and Twitter is usually the best place. Uh, 
Yeah, and you know people like uh, Chris with glasses and Phil and, and uh, Verbal Rob and Antonio and um, Piltries and Step J. I'm probably missing out a few, but you know they, they've all been watching me play Metro. It's been really nice and just yeah, much love you and everybody in the chat tonight. Um, from now on, we'll be we'll be doing the show at 7 p.m. GMT. Um, there's going to be an extra podcast which people would have already heard. By now, uh, the Fallout podcast, which Stu didn't know about, he wasn't invited to. Um, wasn't even invited. Wasn't even invited. I thought about it, then I just went, "Well, it's just going to be, it's just going to be a normal veteran games podcast with <laughs> Richard Webster." There's too many people. There's four is too many. I didn't want four. Um, have, you, have you not actually published it on the, as a podcast? I, I noticed you haven't done that. Should have published it. Man. No, we we only recorded it today, and Webster's going to oh, do right. all the. Edits. He's going to edit it for us and stuff. So. Because they're going to put oh. it up on the game of the elderly as well. Um, yeah, so we'll whatever. stick it up on Tuesday or whenever he sends it or whatever. We'll stick it exactly. up. Exactly. So, yeah, thanks for all the love and stuff. Um, still haven't done the uh, Arcade Club video. You know, I've been busy buying a house and shit, so whatever. What can you do? Life. 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 Is Life gets in the way, man. That's how it works. It does. It does. So. It I will get around to it, but the longer we wait, the more special and nostalgic it will be. Exactly. Right, that yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's kind of it, isn't it? Is that it? Yep, that's it. Thanks for listening. Is that everybody? it? I think yep. that's it. Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, huh? Everybody should yep in the chat. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, yep. by the way, I should have done another little shout out, shouldn't I? Too late. If only. It was to Chitty for getting on the on the housing ladder. You should check out, which is called VGHub.net. Yeah, check out VGHub.net. Yes, Chinny, congratulations for getting on the Yeah, congratulations, maybe. Hopefully you're not starting out during the beginning of another housing bubble. That's right. Whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, housing bubble, isn't it? It's the, when the, the it's fucking market went low. When the when the prices are too high, man. That's what happens. And then it, then the value goes down, and then you're in negative equity, and then that's a whole ton of shit. Right. Thing. Thanks a lot yeah. for that. Um. That's okay. No, yeah. You know, it's it's good <laughs> yep, to get on yep. the ladder. I have a yeah. Lots she just got a house. Got, yep. I'm good. Yeah. More so, importantly, <laughs> you're gonna save some cash. I might save game, some man. cash. It might be true. Ginny, let me ask you this though: how how are you feeling about DIY? I'm not. I'm pretty good at DIY. In fact, right? Can you find I, your way around the screwdriver? That is the question. Right. Well, you know my my business partner business partner slash friend Matthew Weston. I do. I do uh, know him he well. Featured on the show as the, you know the Western reviews when he has no idea what the game is and he just still gives a review. Make um, something up. I like it. Yeah, like he he said to me, like, oh, we've got this, like, they've got a spare bedroom, and they've got a spare bed, all right? And 
his his girlfriend tried to put it together and she rang the company that it came from. She complained. She said they fucked it up. It doesn't work. It's wobbly. It's not safe. All right. And Matt hadn't looked at it and he was like, oh, no. And Matt doesn't like doing DIY and he wants to get a gardener for fuck's sake because he's too lazy to mow the lawn. Yeah. Right. Yep. 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 And he, yep. I went round. I said, let, let me look at this. Let me look at this um, bed. All right. And it took me an hour. I put it together. No problem. All right. And Zara came up and she was like, oh, my God. Like, it didn't look like that when, when I did it. And I was like, because you missed about 10 screws. <laughs> like, you, you, <laughs> you got to follow the instructions. But, hey, so I'm not I'm not too bad at it, Stuart. I'm, I'm pretty good. And my family, they're all sort of good at that sort of stuff. And when I was growing up, I did a lot of gardening. And, you know, so I'm not shy of it. I just don't do a lot of it because... I don't know. Don't Too really need to. But oh well, get ready to do loads of it. <laughs> no, I know. But the, you know that the, my yeah. my man cave room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, if that's the house that I'm going to get, it has flower wallpaper and a oh, pink wall. That, that's got to go, man. No, I think you should so. keep it and then invite people over and be like, "Hey, let's have some brews and watch the game." Yeah, and, and you know, the flower it's flowered chair it, it, or in the doily chair. Do you want to? You, I'll, you sit on the daffodil, and I'll sit <laughs> on the uh, on the daisies. Yeah. Now, it's it's one of those three bedroom houses, but you know, the third bedroom is usually like a box room, Stuart. You know what I mean? Like, yep, but it's yep, yep. it's a pretty it's a pretty decent sized uh, third bedroom. So I'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Now so. there is something. There is some ground rules I have to make here if I do come and stay. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't want any noisy sex in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Trying to get a kip and all I can hear is noise coming from the room next door. I don't want any of that shit Shoot. going on. I. I. I firmly do not want to have sex with you. So that's fine. <laughs> oh, look who has his own rules for when someone comes to stay. Hey. Jeez. Um, How would he bother coming I, to stay with you then? Especially exactly. in the man cave room. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, by the way, I started listening to a new podcast this week, uh, which is very good, very good. Uh-huh. I was very impressed. I'll be the judge. Uh, it's called the Game of Thrones Baldcast. What? Ugh. Uh, and it's these two American dudes, and every time a, an episode of Game of Thrones airs, they sort of talk about it. Really, that's kind of what they do. And uh, it's very good. I was very impressed. So they do two shows a week. They do a regular sort of just talk about the episode show. And then they do one called the Spoiler uh, Cast, which is law with L-O-R-E. And because they've read all the books and all the information and everything and everything on Game of Thrones, then they go into a bit more in-depth speculation. I could see that being interesting if you've read it all, but... If, uh, it's good. Sumu, Sumu said that he recommended he, that. It's a real, yeah, he recommended it on the. But no, I that, uh, that's it. not what he said, Chinny. He said, "I recommended that." Now, weirdly, weirdly, I only saw that after I'd come across it. I can't remember how I came across it. It wasn't via that. It wasn't via that. <laughs> that it was, was via me. something else. That was me. That was uh, me. But, but then I saw it and I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm just like, listen, it's cool." So yeah, it's very, very good. So uh, if you like Game of Thrones and you want to have a bit of a compendium to the show, definitely give it a download and a listen. It is very, very good. <laughs> but uh, before we go, there is something I just wanted to announce. I'm not sure whether you're aware when of this. When will this end? Never. I don't know whether you're sure of this, Duke. But uh, Fallout 4 has been announced this week. Oh my God, Fallout 4! Oh my God, oh my God! Oh my God, oh my God! Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah! Wait 
I want it now. You see Rich's funny little video? I know, yeah. No. Through the money. No, I didn't. What is that? Yeah. It's just the trailer end, and then like he threw some Monopoly money at the screen. It was very funny. Very uh, well, that really is it. So we're going to go. Yes. So thank you, everybody, everybody, for listening. Have a lovely evening and a lovely week till yeah. we see you next time. There is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. VG yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, you want some iTunes reviews? Gaster, Gaster, Gaster.